0: Bet you wish you so blurred, talking about what we heard, talking about what we seen, all through the eyes of a blurred,
1: everything that we do urge. flying like a super person, plus I got super friends, we be teaming up early. Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news, we talk about it every week, it's your boy Jordan with... Every week, but not on Tuesdays anymore, apparently. Yeah, I don't, I didn't say consistently, like, on the same day every week. It's it's every week, whenever we upload, because we're pieces of shit.
0: Because Rashawn was like, hey, I saw him talking in the chat. Hey, guys, you think we'll actually get a Blurred Vision episode on a Tuesday? And I happened to open, I was like, yeah, no, it's not coming today. No. (laughs) You can stop refreshing your iTunes. (laughs) I'm like, Jordan will be here in a couple minutes,
1: we're, we're, we'll be recording then. Yeah, Michael had a, a, he had a fly out of state, and there was a blizzard, and the gods didn't want a Tuesday show, okay? <laughs> That's really what happened. Well, it's still your fault. It's still <laughs> my fault! Because I said, come over on Sunday! Nah, man, <laughs> I, I was busy.
0: Okay. What, what, were you, what were you doing? The
1: blizzard started already! <laughs> Did the blizzard, no, didn't the blizzard, didn't it start on Monday? No, it was Sunday, Sunday to Monday. I don't know what's was going on. It right got there. real bad yesterday, though. But yeah, so we didn't... Yeah, because I know border. when I left
0: to go to Dallas, it wasn't
1: snowing. Then yeah, when you I landed, left right before it started snowing. When I
0: landed, I was like, what the... Because this flight was delayed two hours. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is all of this? I don't like it.
1: Welcome back to winter. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, guys, this week's going to be a short episode because I reviewed the CW shows from last week on the podcast that dropped on Thursday. So if you want to hear about the latest episodes of Flash and Arrow of last week, watch that episode. <laughs> Because this week... Um, I still didn't watch. Yeah. So who cares? <laughs> Both episodes of Arrow and Flash shop on the same day, which is today. So we, we'd have to record on Wednesdays to talk about Flash and Arrow of that week. I know everyone's disappointed.
0: There's <laughs> like, oh no, no Flash I, and I Arrow. Mean, some people are like, oh, I only listened for your Flash and Arrow version.
1: Where, where are you people, and why aren't you complaining about Michael not fucking watching the show then? <laughs> because it's, every week it's been me for the entire season.
0: Well, it's your show, so it's called Blurred Vision. <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs>
1: Blur Vision talks about stuff, yes. so the guy just like stares at him. I'm, I'm telling, I I'm tell, until Crisis starts, I'm just, I'm just, I'm done. But you're gonna have no connection to any of the things no. going on. I've been watching for like six
0: years. I have a connection. <laughs> I don't need to see three episodes to know whatever. I'm pretty sure they're
1: gonna like pull a comic book where like, oh yeah, if you missed this, this is just gonna happen. I know enough. All right. Well, we we actually have a trailer to talk about for the Crisis, so there's that at least. But we've also got no movie review because we're both pieces of shit and watched the wrong things. I watched the more popular choice, which was Knives Out because it starred, like, everybody under the sun. Well, I, I, I attempted to watch Knives Out. You attempted, but what happened? I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Michael went night night. Not because because some people
0: ask, did you fall asleep because it was boring? No, I fell asleep after working an eight-hour overnight, 11 p.m. to 7.30 a.m. shift. Mm.
1: No, it's because you hate Ryan Johnson. And you I lie. was tired. Now you're like, hey, Last Jedi, fuck this movie. Yeah, but I like Looper. Okay, oh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to give a brief review with spoilers because Michael literally only woke up for Yeah, I woke spoiler. up at the very end of the movie where because it's, it's a whodunit
0: movie, murder mystery. Yeah. So I woke up when it for was revealed. who the a, whodunit. Yeah, when it was revealed. That, and I like woke up right at the end of the reveal where it was like, oh, you did it. And this is why. And when the person said this, I was like, I don't know what's going on, but you woke now, up just for spoilers. Now I know who did it.
1: <laughs> like as you were falling asleep, I'm like, "Oh, I wonder who done it? Huh? Huh? Oh, that's who done it." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Time warp right to the answer. So, and if you want to hear Michael's thoughts on Queen and Slim, you have to join our Patreon because he this is the first goes... movie
0: I've seen Daniel Craig in. So when he's talking with the weird Southern wait, accent, wait, what?
1: You never seen James Bond?
0: No. What? Are you gonna watch the new I've one? Never seen a single James Bond movie, even with. Uh, what's his face? The other guy. I don't
1: understand. So when you're grilling me on things like, oh, but you didn't watch XYZ black movie. And I asked you about classics. You're like, oh. James right? Bond's not black. <laughs> what is that? Who cares? It's a classic movie. <laughs> okay. Well, I've seen Shaft. Is <laughs> the <laughs> Yes. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But we but we both watched anime of the week, right? right yes. Right. I'm saying that without actually knowing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So we got Dr. Stone talk about My Academia. Um, oh, and Watchmen. You do watch Watchmen, right? Yes. Oh, man. Oh. oh.
0: And we've been we've been uh, conscripted by... I don't know that word. It's too big. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we're now being forced. It's like, well, you never played Dragon Age. Never mind. But we have to watch Vinland Saga. Rashawn is making us. He's pulling his Patreon dick out. <laughs> Oh shit! Really? Yeah.
1: He he finally played that uh, draw
0: four card. <laughs> yeah, he's pulling it out and like, all right, we got, we want you guys to review *Endless Saga*. I'm
1: like, God damn it. Is it wrapped up? I don't for I don't the season. No, I don't. <laughs> but I've I've been I watched a lot of it, or like not a lot of it. I have watched like five or six episodes of it. It wasn't bad. I I'd be happy to binge it. I I was planning on bingeing it when the season finished. So many shows. I don't have time. You're not watching half the show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Michael only watches things for his YouTube channel. There I said it. I'm pulling Kanye West. Michael does not care about black people. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> oh yeah. Fucking over here with your oh uh, liberation. You watch Black Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. All right. Well, you did watch Mandalorian, right? Yes. Okay. So that's what we got to talk about this week. We've got sort of a mutant. Over review. CW. You're just over CW. I'm over CW. Okay. Well, when we get to Mandalorian Watchmen, oh boy. Well, Mandalorian's an oh boy for different reason, but I'll say that for when we get there. Um and on that note, I am trash because I forgot my laptop, and the laptop had uh the randomized uh names for the raffle. BS do Senku. Pull
0: the random pull the names and numbers out your head. You asked that of the dumbest Avenger?
1: Figure it out. You're right. I'm uh, holding my calculator. Now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, no, I got nothing. So we're going to have to wait one more week, guys. I'm, I'm sorry. I am trash. But blame Michael. Because he always blames me, so why not? Okay. All right. All right. All right. And ironically, we don't have any iTunes reviews this week. I
0: have, have week. a laptop here. You just...
1: I don't have the name. I, I don't have the list with me.
0: No, that's your fault. Yeah, I'm trash.
1: <laughs> Look, I already said I'm trash. All right. What else do you want from me? All right. But we don't have any iTunes reviews. so We can get right into emails of the week. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. First email comes from Juan Rojas. I've been hiding. Jordan, Michael, hi. Hey guys, it's been a lifetime since I've sent in a review or interacted with you guys. Yes, it has. My schedule has been hectic. With school, my love life, and oh my god, love life! life. Everybody has a love life with me. And then he's gone. That's that's why he's been gone. I can see what's happening. (laughs) Uh, My schedule's been hectic uh, with love life, uh, but I recently fell into a rabbit hole of Blur Vision podcasts. Uh, Binging us, eh? Listening like 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 what we should be doing for most of our things that we review, Michael. (laughs) Binging. Yeah, 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 yeah. You asshole. Uh, listening to you guys really brightens my day, especially when you guys disagree or when Michael forgets to watch a movie slash show. Oh, so he's loving this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jordan, I saw that you were hosting a New York Comic Con uh, expo, and that's freaking sick. Michael, your YouTube is getting a lot better. And I love your reviews. Last but not least, stay nerdy, my blurdy. Thank you, Juan. Thank you, Juan. Welcome back. Don't disappear on us again. <laughs> yeah, it breaks our heart. But yeah, I was uh, I was hosting a panel for the Watchmen actually. Man, if I had known then what I know now from the show, wow, did not see any of that shit coming, but yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, Next email comes from Danny Villasignor. Question of the week. This is an email to remind Jordan that the question was sent to him on his Instagram DM and is mainly for him, but don't feel left out, my friend's... uh, Oh, don't feel left out, my friend. Here's one for you, Michael. Uh, The question he asked me, you'd have no idea. It's a a Naruto question. I was like, what? Uh Yeah, It's about, um, if I remember off the top of my head... Uh man, it's there's so many layers of you not understanding. I have to explain how the Mangekio Sharingan in Naruto works.
0: Oh no, I know what that is. No, you don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what what is it? if
0: I even say what it is, it's the uh the creature from uh guy the little what the little <laughs> mecha, gecko. That's what you said, right? The Meggekio. <laughs> yeah, the thing from Geico. Yeah, that's you saved 15% on your car insurance. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that
1: thing. Yeah. 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 Okay, well... That was, that was his name.
0: That was a whole commercial. It was like, what was your name again? It's that. No, you're
1: so off. You know, <laughs> Danny's... It, it was basically about uh, if brothers exchange... Or if... Oh my God. How do I explain this to you? So the Sharingan is... Oh my God, there's so many layers. I'd explain how the Sharingan works, then what the Mangekyo Sharingan does. Long story short, if you watch Naruto, how do I just even summarize this? His eyes uh, become super powerful if someone close to them dies. So, the, But the idea is when they have those super powerful eyes, basically it, it shortens their eyesight lifespan. So it makes them blind as they continue to use this ridiculously powerful eye power it's like they can look at you and makes you do a lot of bullshit either they can look at you and throw you in an illusion they can look at you light you on fire it's 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 god mode ridiculously strong power
0: But so if you go blind you lose that power?
1: yeah but at the expense of it being so powerful you slowly go blind that's like the trade off but there's a there's a workaround in the universe where if you kill someone that's close to you your eyesight becomes like permanent so you don't lose your eyesight anymore so it's like you have to kill your best friend or like your brother or your family or something
0: like that. Oh, super easy. Barely an inconvenience.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> Ridiculous. <Scram. laughs> so the question was, what if two brothers just exchange their eyes rather than kill someone close to them? So both of them have permanently undying eyes. So they, neither of them will ever go blind. Is there a science for that? No, <laughs> it's Naruto science. Even like the eye, even the the concept of pulling out your eyeball and exchanging eyes in that world is like what? But you can just do that on the battlefield, Naruto. You just pull out your eyeball and just stick it in someone else's head, and you're fine. <laughs> and It works perfectly. No nerve damage. None, none of that. <laughs> so is that like that
0: creature? You, you, have you ever seen? You seen the first season of Angel, where the guy had that like power to like dis disembow? Not disembowel, but take 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 off his body parts
1: oh yeah i do remember that yeah kind of like that but just with eyes that's gross yeah it's gross (laughs) because even that episode i was like ew (laughs) this is nasty but long story short i don't even know if there's a i don't even have an answer for that yeah i guess seems like a loophole but anyway that wasn't your question that was just for all the naruto fans uh his question for you is would you rather live in a world of magic or a world where you can eat anything at all and not gain a single pound? That's also magic. Yeah, that's also <laughs> magic. So magic. That's a single form of magic. That's it. Stay nerdy my blurries and go beyond plus ultra. Yeah, that was the easy answer. Magic. No magic. So then you could do that plus more. <laughs> He's like, in that world, I
0: can do that and I can fly. But then the caveat is like, oh, you live in a world of magic, but you don't
1: get the magic oh shit <laughs> that'd be some fucked up shit I'd be like well fuck magic then <laughs> but Michael all the ice cream uh, that's it stay nerdy my blurries and go beyond plus ultra P.S. why aren't y'all reviewing 7 Deadly Sins and Rick and Morty it's I, not out yet I, is it not out I've been seeing like people post about yeah people it's, seven it's out Sins. in
0: Japan so if you like I guess pirate you can watch it some but it's subs? not coming out in America but I watch subs anyway why not but even like on Crunchy it's not on
1: Crunchyroll Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes it. I did check Crunchyroll. I was like, season. The, the most recent season is what we've already watched. So you have to torrent it, I guess. I usually do that anyway. I don't. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Rick and Morty. Have you been watching Cause that? Because yeah, I don't think
0: it's supposed to come out in America until next year. Because Netflix
1: has the license. That makes sense. Are you watching Rick and Morty? No. You haven't been watching Rick and Morty? I'm actually caught up. I'll be forgetting. So you didn't watch any of it? I haven't watched any of it. Oh, my God. God, This is what I deal with, guys. (laughs) We could be talking about Rick and Morty right now, but no. (laughs) All right. Well, he continues by saying, well, to answer your question, that's why. (laughs) That's why we're not. (laughs) Both started already, so, like, do your thing, peoples. Bonus question for Michael. i
0: I watch Rick and Morty
1: because I mean I like Rick and Morty.
0: I just be I
1: keep forgetting that it's on because I don't really see anybody talking about it. So it's really good so far. The first three episodes I've really liked. I perfect vision at all. Um, Michael, have you finished the new Star Wars game? No, no. Are you enjoying it? I am, but I haven't been playing
0: it as much. Michael just quit everything. Yeah, that's okay. yeah that's <laughs> right. I'm, just not, I'm not doing nothing. <laughs>
1: Guys, when you work an overnight shift, it's hard. You don't want to do nothing but sleep. No, I don't lie. You're a man now. You're like, I'm putting my childish things short. You <laughs> how think my beard is. Uh, let's see. Last email comes from Juan Rojas. Oh, so we begin way, or we end the way we began. P.S. for my last email. Hey, guys. Back again. You guys asked, I think, last week, what was Jamie's last episode? Uh, it was 64. Uh Can the Bright read review? this already? I think someone else might have answered it. Oh. Um, doomsday clock two in the Star Wars debate episode she almost came back for episode 100 she lives like a day ahead of us <laughs> when is she coming back Jordan we need our profit back we need the minority team oh I remember that was our old name minor team it's racist. <laughs> <laughs> the minority minor team broke up because I, I haven't talked to her in forever I saw she posted she has, it on Instagram recently. Has she? I haven't seen. You seen that? Yeah, it was like in her story or something, and she was like living her best life in some hotel or something like that.
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. Even with. our Asian boss, I haven't seen our Asian boss either. Oh man,
1: I wonder what happened to her.
0: Uh, I don't know. It's a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> like well, knives out. It's a mystery. Well, spoilers. I, you know how that ends, so. <laughs> Wait, well, well, not a mystery for me, but for those that haven't seen it,
1: use your night eye ability and tell us where Jamie is. <laughs> She's in Korea. Oh, good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that specific. That works. Uh, before we get into topics of the week, though. Um... South Korea, to be more specific. Oh, good job. <laughs> uh, this is completely unrelated to everything, but if you listen to our Patreon episode, I dropped a sample of the Power Rangers Unworthy theme that I had Michael listen to, and I actually finished the uh, final version of it before I sent it to the, what is he called, actually? The The producer. The guy that actually does the music. music engineer. Yeah, because technically I'm the. I looked it up. I was like, what? What? Am, what am I technically in this process? I'm the writer and composer. So, hmm, I write and compose music now, Michael. How do you feel about that? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Are you? The, and dust my shoulder off.
0: Yeah. Right. Are you love the other guy? Well, I guess you came up with the song. Yeah. So I, what would the other guy? Be? I made the doo doos. The do 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 do. So what would the other guy be considered if
1: he's like making the song? The actual producer. oh Okay. Yeah. Like, I I just composed it by giving him the notes and the lyrics, but he actually produces the song. Okay,
0: writer and composer.
1: Well, I want you to listen. Touch your knee. Uh, You feel that? You feel talent? I feel that that energy. (laughs) Well, I say all this. Let me go a little bit higher. Okay, wait, wait. (laughs) 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 what? Sexual harassment. Uh, I say all that because I want to get Michael's uh, live reaction to the final version I sent the, the producer. The version you listened to just had the instrumentals, right? It, right. Was, it was just do-do-do. It was just that. I didn't have lyrics. No, yeah.
0: I was going to say the version I heard was you going... Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, whatever. Exactly. No, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the very
1: catchy, composing <laughs> song I made. But yeah, so I'm going to play the final version with lyrics for Michael right now and I'm gonna also play it for the you The world's
0: about to break never end it's always and if we
1: are strong Man if it's on yeah. that level that's like the highest compliment possible I love that song yeah, I like that song <laughs> All right but here we go this is the first version of the Power Rangers unworthy theme you heard it here first guys I want to take this journey with everyone together so you can hear the the first version and then the final you know bells and whistle amazing version but here, check it out, Michael. Ready? Ready for this? For this <coughs> hotness? I'm ready, player one. Alright, let's go. <laughs> what are you uh, what is that?
0: Synthesize your voice? No, I just I just doubled up the voice. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> I got production on this, Michael. Okay. Alright, here we go. My Stevie Wonder. Synthesizer.
1: <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Rangers fall across the land. Heed the call, it's our last stand. Save us all, it's in our hands. Power ranges unworthy. Standing tall, we will not run one for all, cause we're not done. Break the wall, force to be one. Power ranges unworthy. Go, go, fight, destiny. go, go, the unworthy, go, go, Power Rangers, unworthy, go, go, fight, destiny. go, go, the unworthy, go, go, Power Rangers, unworthy, Dun, 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 Dun,
0: You you guys can't see Jordan But he's like Doing his bootleg composer moves (laughs) (laughs) Wait for it
1: Yeah
0: How'd you feel about that I like it I want to hear more of the music though That is the music No I mean like the Dun 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 Like Like, I like like that Dun 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 Like you put some real Some heavy
1: bass on it Well here's the instrumental part So you can hear that It's inspired by Terminator. Can you hear it? Yes. That is hot fire, son. I'm very proud of myself. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I can't play music. That was all me just going. Uh, does this sound catchy? Can't you play me? I have a piano right over there. No. <laughs> the most I've ever done musically was I played uh, a keyboard. Actually, I played Popeye's theme song in my like third or second grade music talent show. And I literally just learned that song for that talent show. <laughs> Papa, the
0: sailor man. Doo, doo. That was the that was the height of your piano. This is much as I learned. Well, <laughs> uh, that's something. So that that's was, that was your genesis of creating this. That's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah. Your, that's, boy your or, is, that's your origin story. Yeah, your boy is a composer now, Michael. Huh? How's that? How's okay. that? Is that yeah, is that cool?
0: Well, <laughs> make us a uh, uh song for patreon how about that
1: that's a good point <laughs> i'm just saying where our powers combined your rapping and my composing we could be the next kanye west <laughs> Wow, well, no
0: i don't okay. want to be kanye west no
1: more <laughs> that's true you're right uh <laughs> anybody except kanye west we could be common okay i'll take that yeah, yeah let's do common <laughs> all right well on that note <laughs> completely random note I, I, oh I say I do all this because I want to get everybody's opinion Jordan's gay what <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's what that
0: was right that's what I heard and I think it's cool because I'm can, coming out what <laughs> to suck dick da. <laughs> don't make a mockery of my song I'm not, that's, that's the lyrics that I heard that's literally what I heard
1: <laughs> to suck dick oh my god but um, if you take off, if you add the last Sounds two notes. Rainbow-y. That. da da you add two more notes, that's the Terminator. da da Wait, no. Yeah, yeah. da da Wait, no. Did you really
0: compose this? Wait, hold know what's wait, going on. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs>
1: da. Oh, that's it. da 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 Yeah, that's it. The last two notes is the Terminator song. So. Da-da-da-da-da. That's Terminator. But this is. da dun. See how it stops before the last two notes? Mm-hmm. I've learned things. So what you're saying is you're a thief. Yes. <laughs> All great musicians are thieves. I did my research. Okay. We call it inspired by. It. Hashtag, I'm going to steal it. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, wreck it, Ralph. I'm going to steal it. All right, let's move on. Let's get into uh, our movie reviews, starting with. I guess Knives Out. Like I'm gonna say, is there, I thought you said there was no movie review. I mean it's only Knives Out. Do we start with that since you haven't watched it? You wanna start with Watchmen? I mean I did watch it, but I didn't want
0: <laughs> We could talk about the ending. I was <laughs> like, uh, I don't
1: know what's going on. Alright, so let's do let's do knives out real quick. It'll be like a five-minute thing. <laughs> knives Out
0: Dad built himself into the best-selling mystery writer of all time. He
1: didn't commit
2: suicide. Everyone has possible motives. you to find a game to play with, Dad.
1: We had our own secrets. This all feels like something he'd write. I keep waiting for the big reveal. Directed, is it right? Directed and written by Ryan yeah, Johnson. Yeah, written and directed by Ryan
0: Johnson. Yes.
1: So if you hated The Last Jedi, this is his second t- chance to redeem himself in the eyes of the mainstream public. Granted, we both like Looper, but I'm sorry, even for me, I'm like, man, you had no business rubbing your dick all over the last Jedi. No. <laughs> you ruined that trill. Like, I'm not gonna say ruined it yet, but he definitely handicapped it. <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> he hindered it. Because even
0: even like Ryan Ryan, even JJ Abrams comments where he was like, Oh yeah, when I originally came up with the concept for Last Jet Jedi- or Force Awakens, I wanted there to be I wanted Palpatine to show up in episode nine. But it was kind of hard because, you know, Ryan Johnson did his thing with his movie and there was no thread or no reference or no through line to show or foreshadowing to show that Palpatine was going to show up. Mm, so he confirmed that? I didn't know that. Right, J.J. Uh, Abrams, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But then it's again... It's, it's confirmed, awkward. so he fucked it up. <laughs> but, but then it's against... Because he wasn't even originally supposed to do episode nine. So it's like if he had his way... He wanted Palpatine to show up. But well, well, he gave Kyle, them notes. But then Colin Shavarro came out and was like, well, because he was supposed to do episode nine. He was like, yeah, in my version, I didn't have Palpatine showing up. So it's what like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on?
1: What the <laughs> well, Kathleen Kennedy, what are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. So the, the question becomes, so if he's got full control like he did in Looper, does Ryan Johnson produce an enjoyable movie? Um, and this being a very classic, Trope of a film. I mean, it's, I mean, you describe it with three words. Who done it? Like, we know what that is. We know yeah. we've seen this movie before. Um, was it the butler? Was it the daughter? It was that kind of thing. It was a butler? No. Oh, but that's that? why they always, you know, you know how it is. Did the butler do it? Like <laughs> I was like, which one was the butler? No. But there is a nurse, a Spanish girl that ends up uh, taking care of the guy that ends up being killed. Yeah,
0: I do remember that. She's, okay. not, my, she's not our maid. She's our nurse or something like that. She yeah. got really
1: offended. Uh, yeah. What's her face from Thirteen Reasons Why? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of microtransactions in this uh, in this movie when it comes to race. Well-to-do white people talking down to the help, as it were. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess I'll just give my general thoughts, and we can just jump right in the spoilers since you've <laughs> you've seen only this fucking spoilery twist. Yeah. <laughs> but before uh, going into the movie, I didn't have like. I thought the premise seemed interesting just because it had so many recognizable faces in this. It had freaking the chick from Halloween. Uh, what's her name? Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. It's got James Bond. It's got the dude from Get Out. What's his name? Lakeith Stanfield. There we go. You <laughs> you're my, anybody's name. Nope. You're my name reference guy. That's what you're here for.
0: <laughs> Chris Evans, Lakeith Stanfield, Tony Collette, Daniel Craig, um, Kath Zod, <laughs> Michael Shannon, there you go, Katherine Johnson. That's the girl, the, little, the younger girl. She's the only one I didn't recognize. Well she man. Thirteen Reasons Why She oh, so was, I didn't see that. She was the best friend in Love Simon.
1: Oh. Definitely didn't remember that. <laughs> um. But in terms of the cast, they're all strong. And that's I think the main reason to watch this movie. Christopher Plummer, who was the father, the head mate, the head pa- patriarch. That's matriarch. Patriarch. Uh, I only know his name because he's the guy that replaced uh what's his face? Well, he's the guy from Lord of the Rings. Wait, who?
0: The one that fought uh fuck why well, can't i think of his name magneto gandalf He he's gandalf. sauron yeah no not sauron wait
1: sauron is the eye oh Sauruman. yeah saur he's Sauruman. what definitely did not recognize oh wow now you say it i'm thinking about his face yeah you're right Wow, you recognize anybody? <laughs> no, I don't, I'm, I'm not a good face guy. But Sarma was good in this. He's a very likable guy, so you kind of feel bad that he ends up being killed. <laughs> I feel like usually in these types of movies, like the main guy that's like the victim, was an asshole. That way, every single person's like uh, a uh, a suspect in his, in his murder. Like, oh, yeah. I hated him for this reason, and I hated him for this reason, but I didn't kill him. Um, but yeah, everybody was enjoyable. I think that's the main reason to see the movie, just to see the different actors. Play the different parts and how see how the different characters interact with each other, um, because the movie does something that really turns the trope of a whodunit on its head very early on. I'm not gonna say what it was, because it's very it's very spoilery. But it left me in the movie going, wait, how early in the movie is this? That's unexpected what? Okay. What are you gonna do for the next two-thirds of the movie? Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I probably was already asleep You were asleep point. by then. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna say this. I think you you got a spoiler, but you might not have the spoiler before the spoiler, if that makes sense. Uh, people that have seen the movie probably know what I'm talking about, but people that have not are like, what? Um. But yeah, I mean, and another thing is the tone of the movie I wasn't expecting. I was expecting more like a, a dry mystery but there's actually a lot of dark humor in the movie that I didn't expect. Uh, I laughed a lot more than I thought I would, and it was more—it was less of a horror movie, more of a fun suspense. Well, I wasn't thriller. expecting
0: it to be a horror movie. Well,
1: I thought there'd be at least be some menace, but there really wasn't. Like they defang the the murder aspect of the movie pretty early on, because you know, like in those like a lot of, of those uh, older horror, like those older murder mysteries, like the killer is still among us. And sometimes people will even get killed, like during the movie. Like the other people get killed off as they slowly narrow down who might have done it. Yeah. Like the murder on the Orient Express. That was one of them, right? I didn't see that. Okay. Well, I think that's even based on another, like a book or something. But it, I was even kind of expecting that because the cast was so big. So I was like, all right, maybe some of these characters are gonna get knocked off through the movie, and it's like a, it's gonna build dread before we figure out who actually did it. But no, Ryan Johnson. I mean. Say what you will about The Last Jedi, about how like, oh, all he did was subvert your expectations. Like that would to make a good movie. That just made you go, oh, I wasn't expecting that. But he does something very similar in this movie, but because it doesn't have the weight of the legacy of the Star Wars franchise, you kind of just go with it. And I think it does make this movie more enjoyable than I think it made The Last Jedi enjoyable. <laughs> um, so if I you a rating.
2: We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable.
1: I would give this a perfect vision. I I really enjoyed it. I was not expecting to. Plus, plus the
0: the difference... Granted, I didn't see this movie, but the difference between the, The Last Jedi and this is The Last Jedi is a property that's not his. Yeah. And so there's established lore, and then there's places that they... One director wanted to go, and then another director, him, decided to go another place, and then it clashes with the next director yeah. coming on to do the next move. Is this? This is his vision. He wrote it. He directed it. And then it's, I doubt they're going to do a sequel. Exactly. It's so, encapsulated. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes it easier for him to do, I guess, uh,
1: subversion of tropes. And that's like the the weirdest thing. I'm like, this is the wrong guy to use as the glue between a trilogy. Like, that's like the most important step when it comes to trilogies. You need that. Yeah, like that the
0: first one is the bread, and the last one is the other
1: end of the bread. The middle one is the meat. Yeah. And that meat has to connect both the first and the third one. Yes. So I have the heavy liftings in that middle movie. And I'm like, this is the guy you're going to use? The guy that's like, eh, I like to take things and turn them on their head completely. Like, no! We need this to be upright <laughs> going into the third movie, not on its head. Because in many ways, <laughs> even though J.J. J. Abrams says
0: he's not, I feel like he's going to take back a lot of stuff that happened in The Last Jedi. I, he definitely has to. Like,
1: even Ray not being anybody. He took back things in the trailer. The the Kylo Ren helmet. The whole point of the him breaking the helmet in two was like, oh, let the past die. Actually, let oh, the past keep going for a little while longer. <laughs> so clearly, the past is not dead. So what was the point of that theme in the second movie? Yeah. Answer, there was none. But yeah, so I really enjoyed it. And And when it comes to who ends up doing it, I actually did predict it going into the movie by just a wild guess, but it didn't take away from my enjoyment of the movie, if that makes sense. Because sometimes if you if you can see it coming, you're not as impressed with like the where the movie ends. But I think the journey is what made this movie enjoyable, not so much the destination. So didn't see that coming. Ha ha ha! All right, so if you want to hear spoilers, uh, jump to the next. Uh, Segment of the podcast, timestamps are in the iTunes description. So, Michael, who did it? (laughs) Because you know only that. (laughs) Captain America. Yeah, it was Chris Evans, Captain America. And he tried to stab her with a fake knife. Yes, which is actually pretty funny because there's a a line earlier in the movie before uh, his father dies about basically everybody in the family being so blinded by their privilege that they can't see uh, a fake knife for a real one. And like he plays with a real knife in that moment. So, for his, his son to ultimately grab a fake knife and try and kill the, uh, the nurse, it was just pretty, it was like, you know, poetic justice <laughs> or poetic irony. I don't know.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember that line. No, no, yeah, no yeah, I don't. No, you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the twist on the twist. Because who actually, well, actually, that's not true. Who you think did it for a majority of the movie is the nurse. Is the nurse. But not in the way you think. She didn't do it with uh, malicious intent. She ends up killing the, the father by accident. Because she's his nurse and she ends up giving him... Yeah, because there was a conversation
0: between Daniel Craig and the nurse at the end. was like, how do you know I was involved? And he points to her shoe and she has blood on her shoe.
1: Yeah. I'm like, bruh. So you knew the entire time? That's scary. <laughs> yeah, that's actually my one, like, really kind of choice with a movie is Daniel Craig's accent. I give it sort of a pass because Chris Evans calls it out at the end, is like he calls him um uh Fuck, what's his name? The I say, I say from Foghorn Leghorn. Foghorn Leghorn, there you go. He calls him Foghorn Leghorn at the end of the movie. I'm like, thank you. Because his accent is borderline comical, it's so fucking thick. He's like, oh, I'm just I'm just a, an ordinary detective here, yeah? and I'm just a simple man trying to find a mystery. Yeah? <laughs> I'm like, why are you talking like that?
0: <laughs> I mean, that's the choice he wanted to go with. He wanted to do something different. Yeah, a British guy doing a super thick
1: southern accent just sounds
0: weird. <laughs> I mean, you got British people doing American accents.
1: Yeah, but I feel like they can pull that off a little bit easier than the thick Kentucky Fried Chicken accent that he was doing.
0: Oh, yeah. No, you never watched True Blood, so never mind. Well, Oh, someone does it there. Because I was gonna say Anna Pack one is like British, and she uses a Southern accent.
1: Mm. But the twist on that is uh, the nurse thinks she switches the vials of his medication accidentally, so she gives him a hundred milligrams of morphine rather than whatever his medication was, and hundred milligrams will basically kill you instantly. So in like the five minutes he has to, he thinks he has to live, he launches into this plan with his nurse, and he's like a Uh, horror writer so I guess this plan you have to assume comes from him being a mystery writer his whole life so he's like this is how we can have you get away with my murder and you can live your life without you know being persecuted and your family being deported and all that stuff because he cares about her they have actually a genuine relationship actually the father's is the the father's only real relationship with anybody in the family is the nurse everybody else is basically a piece of shit who just like uses him for his money and his, his influence um, and you kind of find out over the course of the movie. Even the little boy, the little boy's barely a character. He's they they just offhandedly say he's like this, like right wing Nazi. I don't know browbeater on on online. He's just a like a Nazi advocate or something, but they they never even really comes into the story. It just they just say it offhandedly. Okay. Yeah. So he's 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 really only there to tell the family that he had an argument with Chris Evans. Uh, during the night of this party because of course there's a, par- a, a big party that everyone's invited to in the family the night before he dies just so you know you can have that, that constant flashbacks of like oh where were you doing the party oh what were you doing and what were you doing let's piece together this mystery um, so it's basically this thing where the nurse has to cover her tracks and he kills and as the, the father kills himself making it look like he was murdered by someone else because if it looked like he just OD'd, of course, was, they're going to go right to her and be like, this is your responsibility. Like, you killed him, basically. So he, try, he tries to throw it off, throw the police and whatever off her scent. Um, but come to find out, the twist on that twist is Chris Evans' character, who is his son, uh, purposefully switched the vials so she would accidentally give him the morphine, thinking that she killed him. That way, uh, she would take it out of his will. Because he found out that... But then she switched it back. Well, she didn't know she switched it back. So the irony is... Because she just went... She eyeballed it. She just looked at the viscosity of the medication, not at the label. So she actually gave him the correct medication, but when she looked at the label afterwards, she was like, wait. Oh my God, this is actually the morphine. It wasn't. So it, it was the tra- tragedy to the whole thing is he ends up killing himself uh, when he didn't have to. like Because he... Kn- that's why I was, I
0: was like, so if she... I was like, I don't know what's going on. But I'm like, but if she switched it, how is he dead?
1: There's so many back and forths to to make you wonder like, wait, did she kill him? Because I remember him saying, hey, hey, else you such,
0: you're such a good nurse that you were able to feel that the difference, were whatever, the subtle difference between Morphe or whatever. So if he had you-
1: waited another 10 minutes, he would have realized, oh wait, I'm not dying. But because he was going to lose consciousness within five minutes, which, which is what she told him, because like... If you take 100 grams of morphine, basically within five minutes, she explains it, that your heart's going to stop and you'll go into cardiac arrest and you'll die whatever. So within that five minutes, he cuts his own uh, neck, his own throat. So it looks like a murder. So they don't bother with a, with a toxicity screening or whatever. Um, and when they do do the tox screening, it's revealed that he didn't OD from anything. So then ultimately, the person that did kill him was the guy that initiated the whole plan which is Chris Evans' character. I was going say,
0: well, you take that. Did he really? <laughs> <laughs> well, he
1: wouldn't have cut his own throat if, if he didn't switch the things trying to kill him. Like and, Likely story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and really, I, I don't even know if legally they would have a complete case on him, but at the end, they they trick him into confessing. And all they need is intention. That's what I was saying. Like, legally
0: oh yeah I did it but it didn't actually happen but he killed himself thinking it happened so it's like okay the, the, technically that's not my fault then
1: <laughs> yeah but I think because of the guy's confession they can confirm intention which doesn't get him in trouble yeah yeah and you know long story short at the end of the movie she ends up getting everything because he only left things to her because of his whole family piece the, of the shit I saw
0: the family looking up on her her looking down on them with the cup that showed up in the beginning this is my house my coffee
1: Mm-hmm. There's definitely some uh, race and political stuff going on in the story, but it's very subtly done, and I think it speaks very true to real life. Like you know, they they consider themselves not racist, but they say a lot of borderline racist shit. And even though they say, "Oh, you're not, you're just, an, you're not just a nurse, your family." As soon as that is revealed that she gets all the money, they turn on her real quick. Cause so I was like, "Oh, really? Family? Word? <laughs> nah, son. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Yeah." Like you, you had all these like suddenly racist thoughts that didn't come to light until it was revealed. Oh, I'm like I'm getting everything, you're getting nothing. Now all of a sudden, like oh wait, wait a second, <laughs>
0: fuck that bitch. Who who did Jamie Lee Curtis play? His wife, his daughter, oh. his oldest daughter. Okay. Yeah,
1: and I, I take it back. Chris Evans is not his son. Chris Evans is his grandson because he's the he's the son of Jamie Lee Curtis and the other guy. Oh, from uh, Watchmen. Oh, yeah, the, the sheriff. The sheriff, yeah. He was like a son-in-law of the guy that gets killed.
0: Yeah, this movie had a lot of, like, not necessarily A-list, but high-profile actors. Known actors, yeah.
1: And they were all really good. I think that's the... And because they reveal, like, literally in the first third that it was her, quote-unquote, that did it, it, it's interesting because it flips the trope where now you know who did it, but you're rooting for her to get away with it. So when she's covering up evidence to get the um, the detective off her trail you're kind of like oh please don't let him fucking see that <laughs> that broken thing that leads to how she was able to get into the, the house and basically just please don't let him find any of the clues <laughs> that means she's guilty yeah yeah so you know I it definitely threw me for a loop because it's not what the movie kind of promised but then ultimately it does deliver what it promised because like no 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 there was someone behind everything that did have malicious intent and but you just had to kind of go with this journey but of seeing this story unfold from the girl's perspective, which I liked. It made it different. oh
0: A girl was the leader of a movie, enjoyed it and hated it, and she was a woman of color. Oh, my God. No way.
1: And it had political messages and I enjoyed it. But some would think that because it was subtle, I like good writing.
0: <laughs> no, you don't like female leads. I'm sexist
1: as fuck. Too (laughs) magic-y. There's magic in this. Oh, my God. If she fucking started doing some witchcraft, I'd be like, Oh, this is black girl magic bullshit. You know, she's Spanish. (laughs) No, I just like good writing, damn it. You can have a female lead. You can have a strong female. You you, you You can have political and gender messages, but you have to just do it well.
0: (laughs) Do you, though?
1: You're right. Sexist as fuck. (laughs) All right. But on that note, talking about strong female characters that I enjoy... Let's get into this week's episode of Watchmen.
2: Tell me something about yourself, Angela. I'm going to be a police officer. Detective Avon? Detective Avon. I have a secret plan to save humanity, and it starts in Oklahoma. What does this have to do with my
0: treatment? Wait, what the hell are you... All rise for the game, Warden! If you have anything to say in your defense, say it now.
2: I you know you're in there. I took your pills.
1: Dun 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 dun, dun. Bruh. And we're just going to go right into spoilers. Fuck, beat around the bush. This episode is after last week's of uh, Angela getting off of um, nostalgia, the drug she took and OD'd from, that her grandfather left those pills. Now it's basically a recovery episode, and we're getting flashbacks of now her backstory. And I like how it's still, because she's recovering from nostalgia, we're getting, like, like, uh, comparative flashbacks. To his, her grandfather's memories that, and sometimes they slot into her memories, explaining things further, like with her uh, grandmother, and where her grandfather is, or it compares different moments to her own, her own, uh, her own backstory.
0: Yeah. So basically, uh, what Lady True tells her is she's getting flushed with uh, spinal fluid. From a natural host, mm-hmm. we'll get to that later. Yeah, I was like, what! <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh causing her. It's gonna wash out all the nostalgia from her body, and so because of that, it's gonna force or rush a whole bunch of her own memories.
1: <laughs> it's a side effect that we're gonna give you arrow flashbacks, <laughs>
0: <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And and then also it's uh it's a it's a cool way of throwing exposition yeah. into into the. Like literally injecting exposition into the episode, like to the point that she in- like, oh, you want to know what's happening to you? I'm going to inject it into your vein. And it's like, hello.
1: <laughs> Isn't it weird how every time you have these memory hallucinations, they always connect in a structurally narrative way?
0: <laughs> but, not, but not even just that, but like when she injected her with like a literal commercial. Where it's yeah. like, Hello, this is what's happening to you right now. And this is what we're going to do. <laughs> Like, how do they do that? this? Is, this is your brain speaking to you. It's
1: oh, like, oh, actually, on that note, I actually talked to my mother about... Remember I told you she was watching Watchmen? Yeah, she's confused. <laughs> yes, I wanted to know how the how a normie sees all these very comic booky things happening in Watchmen now. Because like we said before, it started off pretty damn normal in the first episode or two. But at this point, we got like holograms, we got clones, we got fucking... We get that last twist. We got what the fucks. Also,
0: where's Lube Man? Where's he been? Oh, he's coming back. Also, I'm like, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, is that
1: Petey? I thought you said it was Petey. No, I never said that. Oh, never mind. I think Crystal said, I I was talking to Crystal about this. I think she said that that Lube guy was Petey. I thought you said it though. Maybe it wasn't wasn't me. I'm combining with my girlfriend. That's not good. (laughs) Well, some people already think. Oh my god! Don't start that rumor. Um, Jordan's the bottom. Ew! (laughs) No. (laughs) Very masculine top. Anyway, Uh, uh, okay. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's gotta be PD. Who else would it be? It's too random. And thank God, fucking, they, they confirm it, Looking Glass is dead. Looking Glass is still alive, yeah. which I already knew, but at least glad they went back to that. Yeah. such a badass that he beat all those Rorschach dudes off screen and disappeared. Yeah. Um, But yeah, let's just jump right into the fucking main support of this episode. I just want to talk about what the fuck that was. Okay, Philip DeFranco.
0: Let's just jump right into it. Let's just jump right <laughs> into it.
1: Bro, you're telling me this girl, and she knew the whole time. She knew the whole time. I was like... What? <laughs> what? My man Black Manta
0: is Dr. Manhattan in this series? That put that black pussy so good he came back to Earth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it definitely adds a whole after seeing the blue giant blue dildo, after hearing moments of uh because now it makes sense why when Lori was talking to her, while she was like, she kept man, saying, Your husband's husband so hot. hot, yeah. I'm like, oh shit. And now that first episode when they were fucking, I'm like bruh <laughs> yeah that's why she was so mad <laughs> she, she had that was, phone call she was hella mad <laughs> she was like what what is it got <laughs> i stopped this blue dick from drilling to me jesus christ
0: <laughs> so but it's even weird because like she knew but he didn't know but that yeah, he did know because it was his idea in the first place but to make himself not
1: know he he inserted an atom chip into his brain he's jesus what So all that foreshadowing about him being on Mars. Well, yeah, clearly
0: that was. Not even just being on Mars, but all this Dr. Manhattan can't be human.
1: Yeah. Of course not.
0: Yeah. And then even him, she brought that up to him. Oh, she did? Remember? When? When Will brought it up to her at first, because obviously Will knows, which I'm like, how does Will know? And then he brought it up. Then when she got home that night or that day, she brought it up. She said, oh, yeah, my grand." He told me Dr. Manhattan could appear in human form. So or she only like. did that and to he test looked, him? And he looked at her. He's like, yeah, that can't happen.
1: Yeah, that's right. You're right, because he did confirm, like, but he's on Mars, and he can't transform the people. Like, I know, right? So she only did that to make sure he wasn't... I'm assuming. But why? Because she knew the whole time. Yeah. So it's not like... Because when he wa- she walks into her house and starts beating his fucking head in to release the Manhattan juice, I guess. I don't know. Release the Kraken. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? You have
0: to kill the man to release the god.
1: Okay. And we also learned this episode, which was a great scene, with uh, Lori and the sheriff's wife. The sheriff's wife knew the entire time.
0: Which I'm just like, why is Lori? Lori's been proven to be super smart. She knows all this shit. She put all of it together, but she was so stupid in this moment when the wife cooking the button. Yeah, I was like, get up, move. Why are you still sitting there? Why are you waiting? Punch her in the face. Yeah, do something.
1: You're right. You're right as fuck. Because in the next scene, when she's like so over, like, oh, here you go with the fucking the villain's gonna give his monologue. You're gonna tell me what your back, your origin story is, what your plan is. I'm like, but if you know all these tropes, when she's pressing the button clearly to do something why don't you smack it out of her i thought she's like gonna kung fu kick it out of yeah, her do, hand do something like she's just sitting there like what are you doing like, what are you doing <laughs> yeah it's
0: she's white it's another white woman she doesn't think she's trying to get hard. <laughs> I not because that, sure. that, that was that lie It was that lie like when it comes to like racial issues watchmen they would be having me like yeah fuck yeah but then at the same time as they, as they did that like when uh Lori was like yeah if you're a white man uh, in the yeah, mask yeah you're considered a hero but if you're a black man in the mask," You're considered scary. Thank God times have changed. Yeah, thank God times yeah, have changed. I was like, bullshit.
1: <laughs> but you saw her face. You saw Lori's face was like, yeah, good thing. She knows. No, like, no, she not. was like,
0: yeah, good. Th- I was like, fuck, fuck you, times will change. Did you think that Lori agreed with that? Or do you think? I feel like she did. Really? Yeah. I got the impression that she she was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> no, I feel, I feel like the way she said it, I feel like she was like, yeah, thank God times have changed.
1: Okay. That's I, that's possible. White people. <laughs> <laughs> But keep in mind it's all written by a white guy, so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so mixed messages. But yeah, like the plan here and first of all, the idea that the Sixth Cal- Seventh Cavalry is the Cyclops organization, just like Just under changed. a new name, yeah. Yeah, it's Hydra, basically. It's evolved with time. Their plan is to kill Dr. Manhattan and take his powers. Well, Senator Keene. Yeah. But how, though? Because even Ozymandias, who had to use, like, tachyons and all this other bullshit just to kind of draw with Dr. Manhattan. And not really. He still was like, you thought that I could do something? I'm, I'm a god. You can't destroy me. You can't. Yeah, it just pre- it just prevented his ability to see the future. Yeah. But even when you try to dis- disassemble him with the same thing that created him, it didn't do shit to him. He was able to yeah, reform. But, I'm, he was but like, I- it was him in his
0: god mode. Yeah. So I guess they were gonna use because they were gonna kidnap Calvin. Which, how do they know? Which, I, which again, I was just about to say, but how did how did they how does everybody know that, <laughs> that he's Doctor Manhattan? Like Lady True knows, Will knows. Yeah, that moment too when she was like, I apparently I never told apparently him about the seventh, Calvin. apparently the seventh cavalry knows because even when she ran home, they, they were, were there. They were, yeah, they were there outside the house.
1: I just I'm like, and even Doctor
0: Manhattan knows because if you look at the previews for next week's episode, he's like. No, you can't, like... They're going to destroy me. You can't save me, but you're still going to try anyway.
1: The best what pisses me off is because I'm like, you're a god. I, the smartest man... The Lux Luther of this world couldn't beat you, but these dudes are going to do it? I don't like that. Well, At first, I was like, oh, this is Dark Avatar shit. Before we, they brought the concept of destroying Dr. Manhattan, I thought they were just going to make him a Dr. Manhattan the same way they made the first Dr. Manhattan and then have, like, a, an evil avatar. like in, this technology? Like in
0: Adrian Vite doesn't have the technology that they got
1: now. <laughs> that could be the thing. I mean, that's the whole thing with Lady True, right? She's like super advanced compared to what Ozymandias was back then. Yeah. So now she's developed a way. But she's not even on their side. She's trying to stop them. Well, the 7th Cavalry, yeah. Yeah, so it's not even like... With
0: whatever the clock is, which I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh, excuse me, I almost burped. Wait, well, yeah, I'm like, what does this clock do? I'm, I'm, and it keep count twelve hours until the Millennium Clock, four hours
1: until yeah. the clock, and I'm like, it's getting very lost.
0: Especially because, like- especially considering like she's saying this clock is gonna save the world, but yeah. then she says in another hour they're gonna kidnap Doctor Manhattan, but the clock doesn't activate for like another three hours. So I'm like, if you're if you're using this clock to save the world, you're way behind
1: on the eight. Like, you need to activate it now. Yeah, I don't know what's going. So I'm saying it feels very lost. Where I'm like.
0: There's even and Will's will, like, Tell will, him what it does And, and where's, no. <laughs> where's,
1: where's Will I don't know Cause he's not in that fucking room No Hooked up to her There's a fucking what, elephant Yeah what the fuck was that I guess because elephants never forget is that, is that the joke there
0: That's what I <laughs> That's part of what I thought But then I was like Is she created from an elephant Like I don't What the
1: fuck is going on And the fact that Lady True's daughter Is her Is mom, her mother What I mean you said it was gonna be her But it ends up being her mom And where's but her then, dad But is she her mom but where's her dad? Remember because she's like, he'll he he's coming. I think it might be Adrian. Adrian's her dad? That would make sense.
0: That's why she's so smart. Well, not even just that, but them her, her saying, oh, he's coming. You jump to the episode beforehand where he jumped, where he got on the moon and it says, Save me D,
1: and it was a Lady True uh, satellite. And that's not even happening in real time. Like this whole time, I thought when we were to flash back to Adrian, it was happening in tangent no, in no, the no. events now. No. But
0: it's been a year. He's been on trial or whatever. Yeah, he's been on trial 365 days.
1: And Actually, that speaking of that, that was the one time so far in all of Watchmen, I was like, that was kind of weak. When he gives, like, when he farts, I was like, really? That's your response? That's not a fucking Ozymandias response. I mean, he's old. <laughs> I mean, I Guilty. guess. Guilty. He doesn't care. I guess. I'm like... Farting, though. <laughs> That's beneath this show's writing. This show's really good. I expected something profound, he was going to say. Not fucking, here's a fart. What do you think about that? <laughs> like, what? Come on. I didn't have a problem with it. Do you see now that the the warden is another one of the yeah, uh, Mr. Yeah. Phillips? Yeah. Yeah. But he has a little mustache. This is different. <laughs> but I was like... What's the deal there? I, I don't even know what the fuck that is still.
0: But that, I'm still going to be like, I don't get it. So it seems like they're rebelling against him, finally. Yes. After their treatment after his treatment of them but at the same time are they really because even the woman she's winking at him yeah so. she winked at him and they're still calling him master yeah so I'm like are they really rebelling or is this just a show I don't understand that plot at all because even the whole like thou shalt you can do whatever you want thou, thou shalt, thou not, shalt leave. not leave I'm like I don't know what's going on hell'
1: <laughs> going on. <laughs> This is one of those things where if it doesn't all come together in that last episode, it's going to be like a what? Well, Damon
0: Lundhoff <laughs> said it, the, 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 the Adrian Veidt stuff and what's going on
1: currently is all going to come together by the end. It better. <laughs> I don't want it to a Lost, okay, or a Westworld where I'm just like, what the fuck does this all mean? Because <laughs> I'm really enjoying it so far. Yeah. The mystery is just like, oh my God, especially with the Dr. Manhattan thing. I'm just like, bro, I never would have guessed that. Never. No. How do you feel about Doc, Dr. Manhattan is black now? <laughs> How do you feel about that? Was, was, you
0: heard his voice, right? It's still him. No, yeah, it's still, it's still Yaya. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he's black, but he's not. Because John is not black.
1: Yeah. So I'm confused. So that's weird. Yeah, I'm, I, don't, I don't know. Because when they show him as Dr. Manhattan, are they not going to show his face? Because I saw him put the mask on in the, the preview. Like he put it on. A not
0: mask. Not even that, but the, he didn't have the glow. Yeah, it just like he had blue paint on his skin.
1: Yeah, which the, I mean, he's done that in the movie. True, true. To be more normal.
0: Yeah, but still, I like the. Plus, I guess the glow probably cost too much money.
1: <laughs> so maybe he's got, maybe he's depowered or something. Is he? I don't know. He had the glow in this episode though. After she broke, his well, after brain. she broke his brain, yeah, took that thing out. Which I, a suppression device? Did did Lady True make that or something? what
0: the fuck fuck? maybe he made it himself to like suppress his godhood because because the problem that he had when he was with lori every time she would try to establish some type of connection he's off like not off world physically but he's off world mentally thinking about a whole bunch of other stuff because like all these human all this trivial human stuff is beneath me why would he come back to be with angela that, that, black, that black vagina. That black but woman. he didn't know before that. He had to meet her and be like, you know what? But no, if you look at the previews for next week's episode, he's like, I'm in love with you. He's like, how? We've never met. He's like... Oh, the future bullshit. Yeah, I never... I don't... Me, I don't experience before. I just know. Poor Lori. <laughs>
1: That's what I was gonna say. Once like, you, go you think black, about, you never go back. Like, you think
0: about you think about episode three. All that time she's like trying to talk, she's crying, and she's like, "I miss you." And she's <laughs> fucking diddling herself with a blue dildo, Word. just trying to. And all of a sudden,
1: it's like, she, <laughs> I don't know why, but your husband's so fucking hot. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I thought she's like that guys. So. Only,
0: only to find out that you, the love of your life, is having sex with another woman. Yeah. Which makes sense with Dr. man because he, he left her mother for true. her.
1: Yeah, that's right. Now he's on to another. So Dr. Mahan is just a... He's just a player. <laughs> to be a god, you're a fuckboy. <laughs>
0: he's, he's Zeus. It's true, you're right. Yeah, Gods a, are fuckboys. I'm going to stick my dick in it. Please don't. Uh, too late.
1: <laughs> I, in the future, we already did, so... <laughs>
0: yeah, that's Greek mythology in a nutshell, Zeus. <laughs>
1: said too late. Yeah. Uh, before we get off this episode, though, uh, we didn't really talk about her flashbacks. I really liked her flashbacks with the Viet- Vietnam stuff. But goddamn, like, she. I'm surprised she's not in fucking therapy. Are her parents being blown she, up. Not like even that? just that. She
0: watched. She seen her parents die in front of her eyes. Her gra-
1: Did she really her die? Her
0: grandmother died in front of her eyes. Is that
1: really the. That's what happened? She, like, had a heart attack or something yeah. right then? So she adopted her, and before they even got in the car, she died. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> So it's, it's like, up.
0: exact. That's why I was like, I'm surprised she's not in therapy already. So then it goes back to uh, something that Lori mentioned in the previous episode, not the literal previous episode, but episodes beforehand when she was like, "Hide the pain." Yeah, you wear masks to hide the pain. She's been through a lot of fucking pain.
1: She's just like, uh, I, hide, I, I do I do to protect my family. Yeah, from the pain. <laughs> yeah. And I, I like the Sister Night stuff. How that was like a, a old like black exploitation kung fu movie. That's like, oh, that's why you became a badass martial artist cop. Now it all makes sense. Now, yeah, now it all makes sense. Yeah, Again,
0: that's all I said. Like, this show does a brilliant, nice way of interjecting exposition, different than like a lot of different shows. Because with any property, movie, television, video game, you have to have exposition. That's how you learn. That's how you learn what the world, this world, is about. Yeah. But so it's. Somebody hide you it. Execute the exposition because you don't yeah. want to have somebody just talking like, okay, so this is everything that you need to know, and this happened here. And mm-hmm. and like. Agreed. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Well, yeah, like how frozen two opened, but I still like You mean it. how frozen but two was. I still like how frozen two was. It. All it's frozen two bad. was like it's that. Bad <laughs> in the, <first> one.
1: <laughs> the whole movie, is like, did you know there's a fifth element? Oh, really? Tell me about the fifth element. <laughs> I still liked it. <laughs> all right well on that what well, would you rate the episode i'll give perfect perfect vision. vision yeah of course uh this series is probably i the still want to know what the fuck is up with that elephant <laughs> i don't know it's gotta be a joke on an elephant never forgets that's the only thing that makes sense at first they didn't show the whole yeah, thing but at she's first. not losing her she, well i guess maybe i don't know because i was like she's not losing her memory so i, I just think when i think memories i think elephants because of that fake adage i don't think that's true is that true elephants never forget is that even true I mean, yeah. oh wow well. I have the internet, I can look it up, but I won't. (laughs) And on that note, let's get into the Mandalorian. I think this is the first episode that I was like, I I don't think I like this episode, really. It was oh, okay. I disagree. You liked it a lot? As much as the last three? No, I don't like it as much
0: as specifically the third episode, but it's not that far off. I didn't
1: say I hated it. I was just, I don't think I liked it as much. Like, I saw, you know what, you know, I'll, I'll describe it. It felt rushed. And that kind of leads credence to you're like, oh, episodes should be longer. I agree with that now, at least for some stories. This story, it felt so generic. I've seen this done a million times. Oh, I'm a lone guy. I've the town. Oh, a town, a village needs my help. Let me help. The- I'm going to train well, you yeah, guys this, Mulan this, style. This,
0: this is basically an episode of Xena
1: Warrior Princess. It's everything Hercules. I mean, Avatar. I mean, any Western. Like, uh, Kung Fu Panda did this. <laughs> I'm going to train you guys to fight your own battle for yourself.
0: The reason I didn't... Because even while I was watching, I was like, I feel like I've seen this same premise on Xena.
1: You've seen the same premise a million times.
0: (laughs) But the thing that I... The reason why I didn't hate it is because what made it interesting was the character. All the character moments. Like, getting to see more of the Mandalorian. All the Baby Yoda stuff. Like, Baby Yoda. I'm just like... "Mm." Really?
1: Wow. Maybe I don't have a soul. You don't have a soul? Well, this is the first time I was like... They're really leaning on this baby Yoda. Oh, I, and I loved every single moment They're of it. Really leaning into it, I like loved every single moment <laughs> of it. Um, you didn't feel like it was like that. You said like you liked the character stuff, but you didn't feel like the stuff between the Mandalorian and that girl was super rushed. It felt like she wanted to fuck him. Like the fir- wow, some of that mask, that that visor. I'm so turned on right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what happens sometimes. You get real thirsty.
1: <laughs> it's like they met like in the same first meeting he was ready to settle down with this chick i'm like you don't even know this person she doesn't know him he doesn't know her but they're both like you know you could stay here take off that mask i'm like what well
0: if you learn from this episode you find out he's been in that mask since he was a child so that means he's been he's a virgin he's never had sex nobody's ever touched his dick but himself he didn't say that yes he did he said when's the last time somebody ever seen your face he was like when i was their age that doesn't mean you could fuck with the mask on He just takes the pants off, <laughs> no, but you can't you can't take the armor off unless you're around somebody unless you're by yourself. He didn't say all the armor. No, she said, "When's the last time you've ever?" He took
1: t- his armor off and he just had the helmet on. In the well, I mean, he didn't have a didn't, bare skin. No, he did. He still but had, he had. He
0: still had his armor on. He just took off a part of
1: it. Yeah, but he was like making the tearing the ship. But well, yeah, the, but you still, you didn't see his bare skin he well, he's like a little bear un- skin, bear dick. What about a zipper? He just unzips. His, no, you can't do that because they got the fly.
0: No, he's you a don't virgin. know? He's a virgin. <laughs> That's why when she's like, "Oh yeah, I like you," he's like, oh... oh,
1: oh, oh. <laughs> I'm ready to give it all up. That's yeah. all right. Uh just please you touch me.
0: <laughs> exactly. So oh, that made, makes that makes sense to me. You made him whack. <laughs> you ever saw Big Mouth? No. Well, the, horm- the well, have you seen... Uh, I know of it. I know the, the premise. The Hormone Monster. Yeah. Or have you seen... Uh, you follow Splack. Well He doesn't go by Splack anymore. But did you see his latest uh, post?
1: No. Well, I didn't even know he changed his name from Splack. Yeah,
0: he changed his name to his actual name, which is Gene Roberts. What's wrong with Splack? He's outgrown it? I guess he's trying to become more legit. <laughs> I'm a man now. Now that he has 1.4 million followers. Oh, well, there you go. But this was his post. And I'm like... Yeah, see, this was the Mandalorian, and it makes perfect sense. Just a clip speech. from Big Mouth.
1: <laughs> oh my god, what's that dick? This is how it be. That's really how it be with the dick, though. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to strangle it. <laughs> oh God!
0: <laughs> what the fuck? So that right there. So guys, if for, for obviously for those of you are uh, listening, everybody's listening. Nobody's watching. Yeah, right. but, uh, there's there's a guy named Gene Robert on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Look him up. This is right now. It's his first post that he made two days ago. Uh, basically uh, showing essentially the hormone monster. So look that up so you get the you get the reference of what we're talking about. But yeah, that right there, that was the Mandalorian. That's why he was like willing to give a like she
1: literally literally almost took off his helmet. Yes, they known her for like a couple days or whatever it was. <laughs> okay, if there was more passions of time, I get it, but like it just was too fast. It didn't feel genuine to me. It just felt forced. So, as far as we
0: know, that's the first woman that's ever wanted him.
1: You didn't feel like that was too fast?
0: It what? It I didn't bother me.
1: Wow, it's weird. And I thought you'd be the first one to complain since you're all about the episodes being too short, or even you know, think it was corny what how is, he was. This was the longest episode. Or it was like, there's no way you guys can defeat an Imperial Walker. It's never really going to happen. And then he's like, "Unless we show them how." So showing them how means all of a sudden in a montage, you're all going to learn. Even though you're villagers of shrimp, you you shrimp things. You're going to all learn how to shoot blasters with deadly accuracy, and you're all going to learn how to. Poke a stick in the right way to learn martial arts. I'm like, these are soldiers.
0: Well, we also don't know the 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 level of proficiency of the dog people. They just came and ravaged stuff. And they, they were d-
1: orcs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, they were, imperial orcs. Well, they were dog people.
1: <laughs> they were ex
0: imperial orcs. Dog people. No, they, they were trained. If you, if you kick a dog hard enough in the nose, it runs away. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't believe
1: it. I, it just felt.
0: But yes, I agree. It was rushed and. Considering there's only like six episodes, I think, eight episodes, whatever, whatever. That's less oh. than it's less than 20 episodes. This was definitely a filler. And for something to be a 30 episode, I mean, 30, 30 minutes, 23 minutes, 40 minutes, was, which was this episode, and then it's only like six or nine, or six, seven, eight, or nine episodes per season. Yeah. There's no room to have a filler episode. Yeah, because nothing really happened. Because, yeah, nothing really happened in this episode, but at the same time, I liked
1: it. Because you got cute Yoda.
0: Yeah, I got I think cute, you're brainwashed. <laughs> cute baby Yoda. Like, the moment he showed up with Gina Carano, and, which I like Gina Carano oh, the, in this episode. Tea. Yeah, when they're, <laughs> when they're fighting, and then he's like sipping tea, like, hey, guys, what's going on? What are you doing to my daddy?
1: <laughs> like, I was like, baby Yoda. I think Gira, I want
0: I want to kidnap it. Was
1: okay. and was keep it in a
0: cage forever. Wow. Oh,
1: that sounds terrible. <laughs> and even that when she was like the woman was talking. Or even to him. like
0: even like the moment where he's like on the uh, when they're on the ship at the very beginning and he oh, touches the music. He touch, he t- well, it was not music. That's oh, that's well, that somebody, memes, yeah. that's somebody made the meme up. But he touches the ship and he's like, don't do that. And He's like slowly inching. He's like, I was like, that's so cute. Oh, I can't even get mad at it. And then, like the way he grabs
1: it, and he's like holding it. I was like, baby. I want the baby. I think Michael's been Jedi mind tricked. (laughs) Baby Yoda like mind wiped Michael. I want the
0: baby. Two things I want. Because they both have things in common. Paul Rudd and Baby Yoda are the same age. And I want both... In different ways, I want both of them. What a weird thing to request. Yes. And Paul Rudd, funny enough, has less wrinkles than Baby Yoda. It's true. (laughs) So I don't know what virgins he's
1: sacrificing I remember when the the woman was like you could leave him here he can grow up here or no maybe he was saying one of them was saying like he could grow up here like I'm like he's already 50 he'll never grow up here <laughs> well he's playing with those little kids I'm like they'll be adults and he'll still be a baby yeah <laughs> like it's, there's no like him just growing up like he needs like three generations
0: to grow up yeah I, th- I think probably like by 200 he'll be like what a teenager yeah maybe a teenager <laughs> oh
1: my god it's crazy <laughs> Someone like, what, Yoda was nine hundred when he was an old man? And he was old, yeah. So like almost a thousand when he died? Yeah. So that's a lifespan? Does that and make part, sense? And part of me is like I'm like, did he actually
0: die of old age or did he actually just give up? He just he just let himself go
1: that'd be a dick move then because I feel like Luke needed him <laughs> it was like I need to be, defeat the Emperor and Darth I mean, Vader that's No, the, I'm good that's the uh. Jedi way
0: I mean even think of Obi-Wan Obi-Wan didn't die because of old age he just let him. he gave himself up to the force well
1: I thought that was because he was gonna die like either he was gonna be stri- strike down by Darth Vader or just let himself disappear wasn't mm. that the he yeah, had two options in that moment no he gave himself up he could have he could have taken on because
0: if you look at like the people that explain Star Wars canon Granted, obviously, besides the the jilted fighting that because they, they explain that like why they why they were fighting so jilted jilted style because <laughs> they're saying oh they were testing each other they hadn't seen each other in a long time so that explains why Bruh. they were fighting good bullshit yeah, it's, it's, it's stupid but it's they an explanation it's, it's, it's an explanation okay as opposed to why because Obi-Wan even when he was old he's still in his prime like even if you look at Rebels now he just took out Darth Maul that's not that long that's not that far from when he fought Darth Vader so it's like well how the fuck is he fighting like that in Rebels, but, but he then didn't you do get watching Rebels. It was just like two hits. Yeah, but still, he was still in his prime. And he was much older than Darth Maul. Okay. So the way they expect well, it was because he was testing in whatever is Vader blah blah blah. <laughs> blah. Blah 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 Yeah.
1: <laughs> Wait, okay. So what would you rate this episode of Mandalorian? I would give it a high more than passable. <laughs> See, I give it a low passable. So there. Because <laughs> you're anti baby Yoda, you're babyist. <laughs> what? I just felt like it was too tropey. Like, it just, not only have I seen all of it before, but just taking these villagers and making them trained combatants with like the little stick maneuver they were doing. I'm like, bullshit. It was too Mulan. I'm like, it didn't totally feel like the other episodes. It felt more cartoony. From Mulan. Not that I love Mulan. (laughs) But it's a cartoon and it felt very cartoony. And I think Mandalorian before this felt kind of grounded, kind of, if maybe even dark in places. Like I was saying, if they didn't have the, the drawback
0: of only being like six episodes or whatever. I feel like this would have been way finer because mm. it reminded me of just a regular episode of the Clone Wars. Yeah, but the it only did. difference yeah. is the Clone Wars had like twenty episodes per per season or whatever. Yeah,
1: because I feel like if they actually made me care about him and that girl, and it just didn't feel super rushed. Like I, I get the beats they were trying to hit, just like but like Game of Thrones season finale, like it just our series finale, it just did it way too fast. It didn't feel believable. But Home I enjoyed it. Home on, monster. Wait, what? Hormone monster. That's what it was? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, please. I'm going so hard in the suit. Exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, well, on that note, let's and get... we don't know when the last time she got some.
0: She has a daughter, but still, we ain't see her with no man. It's true. It's like,
1: oh, I need to take so bad. I don't even care what she... You... He would have yeah. taken that helmet off, and he would have been mad ugly. That's what I said. I'm like, what if it was ugly? <laughs> and she'd be like, you know what? You should You should just keep on moving. It's cool. Put the helmet back on. It's fine. You're right. You can't stay here. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, please, please leave. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker, you don't know. He. I was like, you hear
0: his voice. He got this because you know. How sometimes you hear somebody with a voice. It's like, damn, you got a like a sexy voice. No, he was getting
1: horny. You can hear it. Oh well, like, no, I'm not. I'm
0: not. I'm not talking about that. But I'm. I'm saying you hear people. The first thing you hear is their voice. But then when you see them in person, you're like, oh man, you're nothing like.
1: What? Oh yeah, yeah.
0: You don't look anything like how you sound. Yeah. Like, please put a bag over. it. Like, no. <laughs>
1: You have no idea like, He might take up that helmet And look all like Pale and fucked up From like battle You don't know
0: But she'll still be into it Kratos style
1: That was also kind of my thing It's like There's this mystery About what he looks like I'm like we know yeah, <laughs> We all know Pedro Pascal huh? Yeah <laughs> It's like a but mystery But it might not be like Pedro Pascal like
0: we think like Oberon or whatever it's just maybe he got maybe he does have a scar on his face or whatever he's gotta
1: at least have a scar if he's just pretty ass Pedro Pascal he has Pascal. scabies <laughs> he has <got> scabies <laughs> alright well on that note let's move on let's get into anime you wanna start with My Hero or Dr. Stoon uh Dr. Hero that didn't tell me nothing <laughs> <laughs> if you wanna continue on um, we can do My Hero my Hero? Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say if you want to continue with the horniness thing, we can get into Dr. Stone because there's a hilarious joke in that. <laughs> I was like, this is homophobic. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about My Hero Academia. This week's episode, I didn't even write down the names of the episodes. Go. It was called Go? Yeah. What? Go, T-Tight, let's go, go, T-Tight, let's go. Now they knew about the Power Rangers theme song, that's why. <laughs> Alright, let's talk about My Hero Academia. <laughs>
2: があるのならビオン君が全部を
1: episode basically just being the beginning of Operation Plot. (laughs) (laughs) It's really take down the Hisekai Mafia group or whatever, but it's really, now the plot begins in earnest. Uh Uh-huh. And we get to see the heroes, pro-heroes, and the young heroes, and the big three take on, uh, or work in tangent with the police to infiltrate the hideout of the Mafia. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though they think they've got the upper hand by the element of surprise turns out the mafia already fucking knew what was going down and they're already there to greet them and the action begins with the chick with the quirk that I was like becomes a fucking dragon yeah I was like what I was like Jordan must love this (laughs) that's actually basically what happens in um that anime that our listeners had us watch that you didn't watch uh, the Sacred Beasts, remember that? I did watch it. Remember I watched the first episode and I was like, I don't like this. Oh, right. I'm the idiot that watched like eight episodes. <laughs> but that's like the main, one of the main characters. It's like that, Dragon. uh, you ever played that game from, uh, it's
0: actually literally called that Alt-Sake, Altered beast or whatever from Genesis? Mm-mm. Rise from
1: your grave. No, I never played that. You never play Altered beast. I know of it, but I never played it. Fucking cunt. What? <laughs> <laughs> well yeah her ability is to become a fucking dragon so she ends up fighting who I guess is giant muscular is that what this guy's quirk is he's got giant muscles yeah
0: <laughs> you never played this game let me see
1: Hold on. I already said I didn't play it but it's wow. like you liar I know you yeah, played it you liar I know you played this game <laughs> like I know the name wow what the fuck
0: rise from your grave
1: what is this like ghosts and goblins he's a regular man uh-huh and then he becomes a monster yeah
0: so let me, let me skip <laughs> yes yeah, this
1: is muscular dude oh. in a thong oh, wait, whose no, shirt just to, came about off to, about to show up so is this ghost and goblins when he got hit his shirt came off so basically if he gets nude he loses <laughs>
0: He's going to eventually turn into a...
1: I love how his, his only attack is a low kick with his very muscular thighs. <laughs> I think it's like a
0: star or whatever that he
1: grabs. I can
0: low kick literally anything. He became Escanor. <laughs> well, no. More, I get, no he, every time he powers up, he becomes different creatures.
1: He's Escanor. And he's a werewolf. Yep. That, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and he's got fire kicks. Yep. <laughs> Everything about this is, makes total sense. i totally. I've never played this game. I've never played, I've never played this, this game. game. But it looks like it works like Ghosts and Goblins. But it's so funny, though. Like, you look at the, like.
0: You, you it's look terrible. At,
1: you're like, this looks terrible. But back then, this was great. Yeah, that was the shit. Yo, you want to play that game where you're a, a muscular dude in a thong and he kicks things until he becomes a werewolf? Hell yeah! That was our Halo back then. Well, this game was good. He turned into a dragon, turned into a cheetah man. All right, so what do you feel about the My Hero episode?
0: Um, I don't know. I feel like this whole season so far has been nothing but table setting. Like every yeah. episode is about, okay, we're going to go after them. The next episode, okay, we're going to go after them. Next episode is okay, we're going to go after them. Next episode is okay, we're going to go after them. <laughs> but now it's just go. Yeah. So well, now we are going after them. But then this episode is like, go, okay, we're going to go after them. But then it's like you really didn't because the thing didn't happen that you were going to do. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I'm still, uh, <laughs> I liked it. I don't, it's
1: not to say I didn't dis, it's not to say I disliked it. I feel you. I'm not, I'm in the same exact boat. I'm like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> I watched this app. No, I watched this before Dr. Stone. Yeah, I, try I did. And, I did uh, yeah. I tried and like give my Hercademia like the, the first viewing just cause I feel like I want to start high and go low, but every single week it's been Dr. Stone is actually the better episodes. Because same thing for this week. I mean, I liked this episode fine. But like I said, it's just table setting. Nothing really eventful happened that was like, a, oh yeah, fuck yeah moment. I'm trying to think what was the moment that I enjoyed. The dragon fight. <laughs> Nothing happened. It was just she became a dragon. I'm like, oh shit, she's a dragon. <laughs> and she just held him. And then the fight was about to start. But we don't even see that. Yeah. And we learn that there's basically like, you know, all this shit works in anime. is like There's eight guys before you get to the head guy. So that's the way that way all the other characters have like mini bosses to fight <laughs> before we get to Overhaul. Mm-hmm. And then all the other characters can die or whatever. <laughs> We're going to save
0: you that he uh, conveniently, Night Eye conveniently uses his uh, future telling power to figure out where uh, the headquarters are. is. Yeah. Mm, how like, convenient. <laughs> yeah, I was
1: like you should do this all the time. <laughs> no, because not want to touch somebody and they potentially die or something. Well, I was like, how do you know that guy wasn't going to get hit by a car? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. On his way back from the grocery store. Like, I'm pretty sure if they, like, if they weren't able to capture everybody, overall, I would kill that guy for being the one that basically led them to them. <laughs> yeah. So he would see that. Oh, shit. <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, whatever. But yeah, and it's because, you know, like we mentioned before, Eri as cute as a little girl she is, I don't know anything about her. So I'm not like, I don't I mean, feel I mean, what... You know about it, I told you. <laughs> I don't feel what Deku and Muriel feel. Like, other than just understanding why Deku feels the way he does, I don't feel it, though. And they make it a big point to be like, Deku's so obsessed over this. Not even just him, but uh, Muriel, too. Yeah. They both are. Like, Deku's crying at lunch like he's, he's upset which I loved uh, I wanted to be nice I didn't know you were not going to cry yeah. or even like uh, but it's good to see their relationship how they've grown Like, um, yeah,
0: Todoroki. even Toto like, you, you want some of my food? yeah, yeah.
1: remember what? he was like the fucking you, you asshole want, you want some more? <laughs> yeah I solves all problems <laughs> I feel bad here eat more <laughs> But remember remember Todoroki at first? He was like the Sasuke of the group. He was like a loner and then like he was cold to people. But now he's like he actually comforted Deku. Yeah, i, I, I that that was my favorite moment of this episode
0: when like even when uh Ilda brought back the thing that Deku said to him in season one season one.
1: Uh two No, that was three, because that was All Might. No, two, no, that two. Was, Stain. That was yeah, that was Stain. Yeah. You're right.
0: What did he say? Uh, you can talk to me or some,
1: something like that. Yeah, if you're feeling hopeless, you can talk to me or something like that. Which is nice. It was sweet. But when Deku was like, like hero shouldn't cry because he's crying. And Todoroki's like, no, I think even heroes cry when they need to, probably. Like, that was sweet. Like, he didn't have to say that. But, you know. Yeah, I liked it. That was my favorite moment of the episode. Yeah, friendship. <laughs> but I do also understand what our listeners were talking about with feeling like your favorite characters are sidelined because we just got connected to Bakugo and now he's completely just on the sidelines yeah and he's, part of that is because he hasn't won he, he doesn't have his work
0: study stuff yeah but even the people that do because the whole class passed with the exception yeah the only two that didn't pass is Todoroki and Bakugo yeah but even the rest of them they don't have work studies it's just uh, Uraraka Froppy uh, Deku Kirishima. and Kirishima
1: yeah
0: why are they the only four unlike uh where they did the internships they all had internships and they all you got this jump between per episodes and like yeah. see them doing their internships
1: well it's because wasn't it because you had to find it yourself like yeah maybe, you gotta find it yourself but even still it's like it's been five episodes now to be fair i would be the other people though <laughs> i'm like i'm not gonna do fucking extracurriculars <laughs> fuck that <laughs> i'm playing video games or something wait it's extracurricular. i thought it was mandatory no, the work story is optional. Remember? Um, That's what the, that was the whole point. Eraserhead was like because of the danger, like it's it was it was deemed optional. I think people were actually against it. Like All Might was against it. I don't know. I don't remember. And they they mentioned Gran Torino wasn't coming. And they said he's not going to be around anymore. Why? He's just too old?
0: Well, no. They said something about he's doing some investigation with the uh, the All Might's best friend cop. Oh, okay. All
1: right. They are very like, oh, he's not going to come. i like, wait, what? Why?
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they mentioned he's doing whatever his name is. It starts with a T.
1: Yeah, whatever guy's name is. Yeah,
0: he's investigating. They're investigating something together. Mm. So I'm pretty sure that's going to come back
1: mm. later on. Okay, so what would you rate this episode? I'd give it a uh, low more than passable. Mm. High I mean, passable? I guess a high passable. Because there wasn't... Which is low. That's have, low, for my yeah, that's low for My Hair Academia. low for My Hair Because I'm like, there, was never, there wasn't a single moment where I was like, oh, shit. Or like, like I don't know. It was just, it was just okay. It was good. It was not even okay. It was good, but not great. And Perfect Vision's like, a, oh, God, it was so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, yeah. But Dr. Stone... <laughs> <laughs> Zero I give it a perfect vision. <laughs> what the
0: fuck? My, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Doctor Stone's not even action based. It's just science. Yeah. And but even, more, and even more when they more, say so, I'm like, I don't know any. Like when, when they talk about the water and the and the tube, you can try this in your own bathroom. I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> but I was like, I want to try
1: that. And it seems legit. I feel like that's true. You put water. You put a tube in water that's high, and you lower the tube the water even though there's no pump in it the siphon will push the water through the tube because i guess air pressure i don't know but i don't know how do, i want to learn how do planes fly <laughs> i don't know but dr Stomach wanted to fucking find out <laughs> again i just feel good about humanity like, skipping to the end of the episode i just
0: that but even going back which i'm like i hope they do explain because i'm like how do planes fly and then not only that like how do they go forward
1: you want an anime to explain to you how planes fly <laughs> yes <laughs> You can look at it. It's
0: Google. You I don't just, care. No, I need <laughs> I need the pictures and the and the Doctor Stone facial expressions. <laughs> I need
1: Robo Senku to tell me, otherwise I'll never learn. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But the, like before we get to the end, which I thought was super touching, the stuff with magma and like their exploration of the cave and stuff like that, like seeing more Magma's character where he saves uh, Senku. At first you think like, oh maybe yeah, he's trying to, trying to push, to push trying him. To push him. Yeah. Into the cavern, into those like those cavernous holes, those pits or whatever. Yeah. But then they reveal later, which I even knew at the time, just from the ex- which I thought was great. You could see it on his face, like his facial expression, kind of told you what he was feeling before they revealed it. So when he pushed Senku, you could see he was actually scared because he could see that Sanku was gonna fall into that pit. And then when he was like dangling, when he was basically like, "Yeah, I'm a fucking asshole. Yeah, I was gonna kill you." You could see like, a little bit of pain on his face. When uh, Chrome was basically saying like we can't trust this guy, he was gonna he was gonna try and kill you, you would see that he was basically saying that to to give credence to what they were saying, but he didn't, I didn't notice any of that. <laughs> oh, you didn't notice that? There's a moment before he's like, yeah, I was gonna fucking kill you. It looked like he was almost trying to convince Sanko to drop him, that way Senku would himself wouldn't die, but he didn't. In that moment, it felt like he didn't care about what Chrome thought about him. It was more about doing the right thing. I don't think him saying, like, yeah, I was going to kill you was ever true. Like, I think that was always him. No, just, I thought it was just him leaning into... Uh, the perception of Yeah, him. the perception of himself. Yeah. Which is, that's touching. Because it's like, oh, you you got a heart, even though you seem like a fucking, a brutish asshole. Yeah. But what made me fucking, like, oh my god, humanity's amazing. The speech Senku give, gives Magma, gives, gives Magma, <laughs> the speech he gives Magma about they're not being, like, it's not that the, the smart people control the, the, the strong people in my world. We work together. We work together. And it was like, the, the picture of him in, in the lab coat with Magma and, like, the the, the construction worker uniform, I don't know, I was just like, man, humanity's fucking awesome. <laughs> Are they, though? <laughs> I mean, but you got to take out all the politics, all the bullshit, like, pettiness that humanity has. When you look at just our achievements and how we get there, I, you don't listen to Joe Rogan's podcast, right? Well, he's got this huge theory about, like, humanity as a singular organism. And if you look at, and this is, it's weird because we think, of, it's all in, like, the, the eye of AI. But if you were to look at humanity as a single organism, what are we doing? We're constantly innovating. Being we're, a virus. Yeah, well, <laughs> you can see it that way if you're Ultron. Or you can see that we're constantly... Agent Smith. Yeah, we're constantly innovating. We're constantly improving. Like, yeah, take out all the day-to-day, like, oh, i got to make money to do this, that, and the and third. We're always feeding back into well, innovation. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just thinking along the lines
0: of humanity's creating climate change or... A lot of the species, like animal species, like sixty percent of the animal species have been extinct since we started innovating.
1: Yeah, but species also there's more things dead than we're ever alive. So yeah, we've had a hand in it, but what a much larger hand than yes. But all at the expense of what? What are we doing? Like if we were if you were an alien looking at the actions of humanity, what is our end goal? Cause we're just we're constantly improving, we're constantly building to be a virus. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's the the idea that
0: we humanity—it's all, it's all about like you because th- you think about it, it's all about like improving to what end? It's all about hedonism. or being nihilistic? We're all about the pleasures of of getting more and and thinking we we can achieve godhood by achieving more knowledge, but at the expense of other creatures. But it's like. But then you realize like we can't survive without some like a lot of these creatures like we're destroying the coral reefs but we need the coral reefs we eat fish we need bees yeah. to pollinate our to pollinate our plants yeah we're, using, yeah we're destroying bees
1: yeah we're but those are all the negative effects of humanity but the positive of it is we are building fuck toward, humanity we are building towards something and we as a human organism each of us individually are almost like cells in the human in the, the great organism's body just like in cells in our own body, they're all performing individual tasks that ultimately create some greater whole. And that's kind of what humanity is. And we don't know what that end result will be, but we are like bees in a beehive. Climate change. But that's that's the, that's, that's, that's the, that's the end result. <laughs> but that's negative impact. I mean, take all out of it, take all the negative stuff out. The positive is we keep building we keep evolving we keep changing where we are now is light years ahead of where we were 100 years ago oh no we know we 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 know what
0: the end game is going to be take out climate change okay we did just review oh, uh, which if guys sign up to our Patreon. We did a review of House and Powers of X. Well kind was mostly about Wolverine sex life, but yeah
1: <laughs> big half hour of it yeah. was. Yeah, if you want to know more about that,
0: <laughs> sign up for our Patreon. But that's the end
1: result. <laughs> of uh, robots and becoming one with the phalanx? Yeah, becoming one with the phalanx. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe someone will we'll join the, the the celestial alien consciousness. I don't fucking know. But I think it's interesting, especially when you think about our, our, our entire race as a single organism. So yeah, I mean, we, there's a lot of bullshit with humanity too, but in the, the day we do need each other and that's ultimately true. And we're all basically the same. That's why we have levels of empathy. That's why so many people have shared experiences. It's almost like, and now I'm just getting a trippy, like what are we theories? But like, what are we? like, are we all just where, uh, the same person? Are we all one being the thermodynamic miracle? Experiences different experiences. Thermodynamic miracle. Yeah. <laughs> it's a quote. From Dr. Manhattan, yeah. But I don't know, something like that. I I felt good. I was like, yeah, yeah, Sinku. Yeah, Magma. When they're they're just like breaking rocks to make minerals for tungsten and shit like that. But I'm like, yeah! <laughs> this is epic. They're just rocks. <laughs> yeah. I felt oh my god. In the moment where um I would be Chrome, or Chrome was like, don't you see? We weren't just here. Like we're the, we're, we we mined oh, yeah. the most so, precious mineral. Our friendship. Our friendship. And they were looking at him like, what? That's cringy. He's like, no, I regretted it the moment I said it. <laughs> Why are you guys friends now? Yeah. But then at the end, where they end up going back to the village, and it's revealed that uh, the 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 hypnotist, the what do they call him? The mind. Uh, the mentalist. The mentalist. It, he knew that it was Senku's birthday. And really, if you want to ship anybody, I think you should ship the mentalist with Senku, because he was fanboying on him before he even met him. I'm, I'm shipping Magma and Senku. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, it was real that it, it was his birthday, and they did like a surprise party. And the surprise was hey, we built this telescope for you. And I don't know, the, the flash of Senku looking through the telescope. And then seeing his father and then almost having like a, a nostalgia flashback to before the world was destroyed when he was still like, you know, in modern world or whatever. That was beautiful.
0: Yeah, I, I like that. And then even showing like one of his childhood uh, goals or dreams was to go to space. Never going to happen now. Yeah, it's not going to happen now. But, <laughs> I mean, it
1: might. They're building all this stuff. Nah. It's going to be like the last episode of the series is going to be like his son or something. Or, like his grandson, some ancestor of Senke getting the space. He'd be like, This is for my great grandfather. You can have a picture. <laughs> and then he's going to uh, make a clone of him and inject him with nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> it's all connected. <laughs> but yeah, perfect vision. It's crazy that mining rocks was more exciting than my academia. <laughs> like, when you
0: put it like that. <laughs> yeah pretty
1: much whoa look at those rocks bro look at those rocks
0: (laughs) there's so many different colors there's blue rocks and gold rocks and black rocks oh my god
1: and the the heat from the the, so epic (laughs) lukewarm water is so exciting all right, but well, that's it for this week's topics. So let's get into news of the week with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's no, not Tony no, Stark. They be just be a, don't they want, they want their a characters,
0: a quote, quote unquote. I be calling you a
1: nigga Jordan. You better not. If
0: he says that, you got to talk his ass on Instagram. I don't want hand me down I don't want any hand me down. It's all straight and white. Uh uh what's going down? Michael news. Um. So yeah, let's talk about trailers, trailers, trailers. But uh Crisis on Infinite Earths released their full trailer, so I don't care. What do you what do you wow. think? Wow. <laughs> wow though. <laughs> the multiverse. Every existence multiplied by possibility and spread out an in infinite
2: measure. Now there is a malevolent force at work, one driven by a
0: singular goal, the destruction of all there is.
2: There's a wave of antimatter sweeping across this universe, destroying everything in its path. I it brought you all to Earth 38 because this is where the Monitor wants you to make your stand.
0: Right, so we are going to need a bigger team. You want some help? The entire universe needs you. Across space and time exist seven heroes who can't save the multiverse. I'll find them. You are Clark Kent, right? Bruce? Kate? So as a person that does care, what did you think about the Crisis on Infinite Earths trailer? Jordan? Oh my God, really?
1: Um, I enjoyed it. I mean... It, it very heavy-handedly suggesting that all of these Earths are going to be combined by end of this event, which is a great thing. I hope so. It, they really should, but I'm excited. I mean, you know, they've got Superman. Even, we we, we gotta. Yeah. you're the if, one who can save if, us. Yeah, Superman. even going
0: and like going to Superman, the Tyler Hecklin version of Superman, saying, "Oh, we need you. We need you." It's like, do you, do you though? Why? <laughs> he's because yeah. he's not Superman in this world. I mean, hell, you think about Henry Cap. We'll get to that later, but he's not Superman either.
1: Yeah (laughs) They treat Superman like trash in DC apparently They do Aside from the comics I have faith that this crisis will be everything that CW fans want and deserve But Superman won't be everything No I'm hoping he doesn't I'm, I'm hoping they do justice for Superman No pun intended Especially
0: considering he's getting his own show I'm just like Yes Why? Tee it up At this point Kara can do everything
1: that, that's why you got to dis- distinguish him in this, in this, this crossover. It, it's got to be something about Superman that makes him more important than Supergirl. I don't care what it is. I don't care if they have the retcon. No, actually, he is stronger. He just wasn't trying the entire time.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe, but I doubt it. Fingers crossed. Well, we, will, we shall hope so. So um, next trailer that actually dropped this morning, uh, Black Widow.
2: Finish
1: business. We have to go back to where it all started. Lucky us. One thing's
2: for sure, it's gonna be a hell of a reunion.
1: Still fits. Family back together again. You got fat.
0: 2020 what do you think of the black widow trailer
1: i think that somewhere someone was like what made wonder woman successful i'll tell you what a theme song (laughs) yeah that that thing the trailer song was like was good i love the theme song i love the trailer theme song so is that
0: the new thing (laughs) women have to have badass theme songs (laughs) because that theme song was fucking tough but what i didn't love was the look of taskmaster i didn't hate it like, there
1: are people on the internet, like, shh, like, they were upset. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I was just like, Ew. It just. The, the MCU set a higher standard for. But, I mean, it could, costumes. it could be one
0: of those moments where it's like, this is his first costume, it's not the final one. Uh.
1: Yeah, but what's the odds of that? You know how the MCU rolls. Odds are he's going to die by the end of this. Either, I hope he, not. either don't he's kill Hawkeye, t- or Taskmaster. <laughs> t- like you could use him for other you could use a lot of characters yeah, that killed him. That's a, true about crossbones. He was a perfect side villain, not kill. It's like why? Yeah <laughs> uh but what was what was I saying? um but the yeah, what, theme song? No about taskmaster. People were saying that he might be Hawkeye. I don't like that Hawkeye, theory. At yeah, all. I don't like that. but why would it be Hawkeye? I don't know that would only make sense if it was Budapest like because the whole thing was Hawkeye went to go kill. Black Widow during Budapest. But this is between Civil War, right? And um, Yeah, it's supposed to take place between uh, Civil War. And Infinity War. Yeah. So then, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And I also thought that Red Guardian was a villain. But he's not, right? He's no. he's on her side. Yeah, he's on her side. He's he's like the standard. up America. I found it very
0: interesting that everyone around her had Russian
1: accents. Except her. Except her. <laughs> Be- because... Because she couldn't do it. That's no, why. she had to train it out of herself to be American, to be a spy.
0: Okay, but even when you go back to your native land, like it comes out naturally. No, no, no. My, my no. mother, my mother's from Trinidad, and her accent's not super thick, especially when she's talking and around Americans. But when she's around her family, her accent gets way thicker.
1: Not because it's anything she's doing. It's just natural. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Remember this excuse, though, for a Scarlet Witch? It's like, why does she lose her accent? Yeah, why she lose her accent? Because Black Widow was training her to to, to blend lose, in. Yeah, to blend in American. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm not buying it. So same thing for her. All right. And then also it raises the question of: Remember in in Endgame when she was talking to Steve about like all I have is his family? It's even in the trailer or the teaser like oh all I have is his family. But, but apparently you have a sister. She had a family. Like I, at first I was like, oh maybe she didn't just mean like an actual sister. Maybe she's only a sister in so far as she was part of the program with her. I mean, maybe that could be it, right? Because otherwise that that whole line is just like you lied, <laughs> you fucking Are You had a family. Yeah, it might not be her like blood sister. Yeah, because it's not like red the Red Guardians her like uncle or or brother or something, right? It might be. I don't know. No, I don't think so though. Okay, well. I dig. I even dig his costume. I like his look. I was like the theory that this is how Dan Hopper survived Stranger Things. Yeah, I great. saw. I saw that, <laughs> that
0: when the Russians took him, this is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> eleven. Who who is this eleven you speak of? <laughs> I'm Russian. But uh, I dig it. Yeah, I dig it too. Which at first, like, I wasn't all that interested in a Black Widow movie anymore. Like. Should've came out six years ago. I'd you have been should've. way I would have been way more hype. But now this trailer got me like, oh okay. No, actually cause it's get, it's giving me a lot of like Winter Soldier vibes. It's not giving me like a superhero movie. Yeah. So I'm I'm pretty sure this movie is gonna be everything that Red Scarlet or whatever the fuck that movie was. Wait, what? <laughs> what was the movie with uh Hunger Games Girl? Red Violet, Red Viper, or whatever. They called, oh. it, they called it the bootleg Black Widow movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure
1: this is going to be a better version of that. I would hope so. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I agree with you. It should have come it's out. already got one. <laughs> uh, it should have come out like years ago, but... And on top of that, like, you know how it's going to end. Like, she's dead. <laughs> but I think that's, that's sad. I think that that's, actually helps the movie because it's like a post-mortem of her character. It's like, aww. I'm sure they're going to have lines that allude to her dying. You know what I mean? They're going to they're gonna definitely milk it. <laughs> no, but I feel like if anything,
0: this should be like Black Widow 3 we should be on. like Now she's dead and now you can milk with the ending because you're coming to the end of the trilogy plus you just came to the end of Black Widow's run in Avengers. Not This is Black Widow 1. Especially if you, you know if this movie makes money, they're going <laughs> to do another one. So it's like... Let's just jump into the
1: reality and grab one. <laughs> we can just grab our yeah, own. Scar- so it's own like,
0: our own Black Widow. It's fine. Obviously you can't jump into the- You can't pull a Wonder Woman. It's like one well, Wonder Woman is still taking place in the past. You know what I would I like I- to see?
1: They could make a Black Widow 2 and make it during the fucking uh time between Infinity War and Endgame. No, 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 I'm wrong. Between um uh inf- No. What is it? Between Civil War and Infinity War. Because this is that's not her, is. but she's not on the run with Falcon and Captain America. No, she's not with Captain America, but she's still on the run. I want to see like that. I even see Agent Ross in this trailer. I want to see Falcon,
0: uh, Nomad, that's not Cap. A black, that's not a Black Widow movie. If Captain America's in it, it's a Captain America movie. Oh,
1: but that's not fair. She was in all his movies and all in Iron Man movies and stuff. Still. Just making it about her mission. No. And they're <laughs> helping her. Not going to happen. <laughs> oh, my God. I want Nomad Cap. <laughs> that's the way to bring Cap back. Well, he said he doesn't want to come back. Well he said he would come back for something that was like good. Well, like he, a story he, said,
0: thing. he said it's not an emphatic no, but it's not an enthusiastic yes.
1: No mad cap. We never got a whole movie no, with that it's sexy not beard. It's not you needed bearded cap in there. Chris Happens is sexy with that beard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just keep just keep it, baby. Just keep it. Why'd you cut it? <laughs> it got dusted like everything else.
0: But yeah, so uh anyway, that's it. That's it for trailers. Okay. But what it's not it for is the the joker surpassing things. Uh, okay. Joker passed Batman v Superman At the domestic box office
1: Batman v Superman? Yeah Oh and domestic Domestic Oh uh, that's all BBS had <laughs> That was BBS's whole thing and That was as high as Domestic Yeah movie That's a shame <laughs> But
0: now Joker surpassed it So I mean
1: deserved Cause BBS was pretty garbage But also hilarious Better than Justice League though Better than Justice League But still <laughs> Not by that much. Well, you know what else
0: is proving to be uh, a box office juggernaut continuing into second week? Frozen
1: 2. Oh, shit. Look, see, look at this. Can uh, fucking Brandon Rouse Superman choking the fuck out of t- Oh, wait. No, that's not cool. Like, he He's already getting jobs. That's why I'm not, he's already. You're saying it's cool. I'm just like. He's already jobbing. Is, is, it, is it cool? <laughs> I showed Michael a picture of Tyler Hawkins Superman getting choked out by uh Brendan Routh Superman. So the jobbing begins yeah, before like, this. <laughs> that's,
0: that's not cool.
1: But yeah, but Frozen 2 is still number
0: one at the domestic box office. Uh, it took in $85 million, bringing his domestic total to $287.57 million. It's only been two weeks. But what else is holding strong at the box office is mm. Knives Out, yeah. making $27 million at the box office, bringing total domestic total to $41.7 Number three is Ford versus Ferrari. I don't care. I heard Uh, that was good though. I don't care. I haven't.
1: I I I get get you. I agree.
0: (laughs) But what I do want to see, which is number four, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Did you see the documentary? I didn't see the documentary. Me either. I I need to see the documentary before I see the movie. Same. I heard that was really good too. But it's 11.7 million at the domestic box office, bringing it to 34.3 million total domestically. And number five, top five, is Queen and Slim at 11.6. Bringing its domestic total to 15.7. So Queen and Slim is doing pretty well at the box office. But what's not doing all that well is 21 Bridges. Granted, it's number six. Oh, but, no. Black Panther. <laughs> which I like that movie. But uh, it only brought in 5.8 million at the domestic box office this weekend. Why do you think that one's bringing doing Bringing its total
1: so... to 19.4 million. Why do you think that one's doing so poorly versus um, Queen and Slim? That's got fucking T'Challa in it. Like... <laughs> I don't know,
0: honestly. I feel like Queen of Slim was marketed a little bit more than even 21 Bridges.
1: I agree with that. And Queen of Slim wasn't marketed that much. It wasn't. No. But I did see those in the commercials and uh, trailers. Yeah, I saw the commercials way more than I saw 21 Bridges. I saw that before movies, Queen of Slim. I didn't yeah. see 21 Bridges in anything. Which sucks,
0: because I mean, it was the Russo brothers were behind it. You got T'Challa. Wow. So you would think it, but yeah, I don't know. Racism. And plus <laughs> racism. Right. I, I think I mentioned this on the Patreon episode uh, 21 Bridges in terms of critic rating is like 50% but audience score is like 90% but it's the reverse for Queen and Slim critic rating is like 80% but uh, audience score is like a 50% for Queen and Slim oh wow so, I don't know. I guess a critic thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't you know. You can
1: only have one black movie at a time. <laughs> You're splitting the black audience.
0: Yeah, so I don't, I don't know what, what what that's about. That makes sense. But yeah, Joker's still in the top ten. Joker's number
2: nine.
0: <laughs> that was terrible. Oh. Um, <laughs> I tried my best. Well, you know what else is terrible? Because I'm like, it's not going to happen. But, okay. And plus, whatever. I don't know. But anyway. So, but. Mark Ruffalo's come out and said that he wants to see a hulk versus wolverine movie in the mcu once they actually integrate the x-men into the mcu and i'm like but you're professor hulk he's got to reverse at some point how I i thought he was besides his run in she hulk i thought he was done with marvel movies with being the hulk like they're all leaving
1: no marvel you can't lose the hulk you got Hulk. She-Hulk. I don't want girl Hulk. I want Hulk Hulk. Sexist. <laughs> Hulk Hulk's the one that hulks out. She-Hulk don't Hulk out. Well, now she does in the comics. That's true. <laughs>
0: Fear my vagina.
2: Oh, my God. Well, yeah, he said,
0: Kevin Feige just asked me last week if I had any more ideas or stories for the Hulk. And I said, Yeah. I think still The most some, obvious one. <laughs> yeah, I think there's still some story to tell. And he said, well, why don't you come in and tell me about them, and we'll see if we can find a place for you in the Marvel Universe. Man, and World he said, War Hulk, you asshole. <laughs> Hulk, Hulk
1: versus Wolverine. I'd like to see that. I mean, I'm fine with that too, but I want World War Hulk. I am not going to be satisfied with Hulk's arc ending with him. Oh, yeah, by the way, I even resolved- st- I'm like, but
0: even World War
1: Hulk, like how you already did like kind of, you already kind of had Sakaar.
0: With, so just with, change with, it
1: with Thor Ragnarok just change it you can have this the, the general storyline without all the elements being exactly the same and then if he, and, did, and, and how if he didn't Hulk...
0: if he didn't fucking freak out when the love of his life that we've seen so that far Black, trash. yeah Black yeah. Widow Black Widow dying that didn't cause him to rage out it's like what else is there like there's nobody kill nobody Hulk. left
1: you gotta kill She-Hulk or establish they're not gonna kill She-Hulk or establish his friendship with that kid that hasn't been in the, in the movies at all what's his name Rick Rick Jones yeah Rick Jones yeah establish him in and She-Hulk and then kill him off. And that's what makes him go fucking nuts at the end of uh, World War Hulk. So let that be the instigating moment of him transforming into Crazy Hulk again. He needs something. And I mean, it's not even like, how many times has that happened in the comics where he's like, oh, I've gained control of the Hulk and then some bullshit happens. Like, oh, I lost control of the Hulk again. <laughs> like, we need that. It should have been set up in Endgame, but I, I will not be satisfied with Hulk's arc ending off offscreen in Endgame. That was... Well, it's not going to end off screen. It's going to end in She-Hulk. <laughs> no, but his his conflict with the Hulk, which is the whole thing with his character, was resolved off screen in Endgame. It's <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, by the way, I fixed that. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hulk smash, now I got all out of control. It's fine. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, even like the... Uh, so beneath me. Like when it's like Hulk smash. Yeah. Like you saw his Avengers self, and then his Endgame self. It's like... No, that's not why people like the Hulk. It's literally the opposite of why people like the Hulk. <laughs> exactly. Like, you could do the Professor Hulk and all that other stuff, but at the end of the day, he's still the Hulk. Like, even like the Doc Green stuff. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I, I want World War Hulk. I want Hulk. I want Avengers World War Hulk. That is the movie I want to end his arc.
0: Yeah. It'd be fucking
1: epic. Well, speaking of ending an arc. Oh, and then. Replace Sentry with Captain Marvel since Sentry's not in the MCU right now. But that would be fucking dope. Captain Marvel versus Hulk fight.
0: Yeah, cause I'm thinking. I was like, I want Blue Marvel.
1: <laughs> He'll come after. Because <laughs> then after that we'll need a powerhouse.
0: That then I'd we'll be like, how out. many Marvels is there? You got Blue Marvel, Captain Marvel. Yeah, Miss Marvel. Yeah, Miss Marvel.
1: <laughs> Marvel Girl. <laughs> Well, well yeah, are they gonna go with the Marvel girl name? I never liked that name for Gene Grey anyway. That was stupid.
0: But uh Yeah, so speaking of ending ending a run, so this is a rumor, but we don't know. But <laughs> it's mostly so because it looks he looks just like him. But okay. anyway, Warner Brothers is reportedly eyeing twenty seven year old actor um What is David Crown Sweat. Sweet, <laughs> funny name. As right. the
1: new Superman. <laughs> so no more Henry Cavill. It's official, or well, rumor is official. One Warner okay. Brothers is pre- reportedly eyeing him, and what this, he looks like Henry Cavill. He looks- Holy
0: shit! Exactly, he looks just like Henry Cavill. <laughs> he
1: looks like a young Henry Cavill.
0: Yes, that's. He's uncanny. He's 26. And Henry Cavill's not that old. I think he's like 33, 36. Let me he see. He looks like Smallville's version of Henry Cavill. Let me see. Henry Cavill age. Holy crap. It's uncanny. Henry Cavill's 36. So he's 10 years younger.
1: So, so you, it's a prequel. <laughs> do you? I mean, we got the Batman prequel. Maybe this is their way to soft Yeah, but reboot. not even a prequel, though, because Ben Affleck is out. <laughs> yeah, we know what I mean. Maybe this is, their, this is their way to soft reboot. Well, obviously, if you're going to... Yeah, but... So it's like, we're not going to use Henry Cavill. We're going to use a guy that looks just like Henry Cavill.
0: It's like a reboot, but not really, because you still got Wonder Woman. Yeah, so what's with...
1: And Aquaman. Gal Gadot. Like, what's she going to do? Also, I watched an interview with her recently. It's actually Gal Gadot. I didn't know that. It's what? Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot? Yeah, she she pronounces the T. I thought it was Gal Gadot, but it's Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Okay.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so Baby Cavill. So it's Baby Yoda, Baby Cavill. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So what are they going to do with Gal Gadot? They're going to keep her. I, Wonder Woman's making, been making money. <laughs> she doesn't age. It's fine. <laughs> She's timeless. It's okay. Yeah, that's... I mean,
0: yeah, they, could, they can go that route. Okay. I'll be down with that. I'm fine. But, uh... <laughs>
1: you guys look so different.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like a whole new universe. That's what I'm like, just... And that's supposedly they're going forward with us. So that's the next bit of news. So, <laughs> What? They're going forward with the Flash movie with Ezra Miller.
1: Still? Still. When? Who knows? After the 26th Harry Potter Fantastic Beast movie. (laughs) When are they shooting it? Who
0: knows? Who's directing it? Who knows? (laughs) Who's writing it? Who knows? I
1: don't even care if they recast him at this point. Who's starring in it besides Ezra Miller? (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) knows? (laughs) Okay. Is it going to be Flashpoint? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well. I still say just use Flashpoint as your jumping off point for the universe. The mo- the animated movies did it. Do it here.
0: <laughs> I don't know. But, uh... caught up. Next time closed it. Okay. Where'd it go? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, so uh apparently, according to John Boyega, they're gonna uh explore more of Finn's origin in the rise of Skywalker. Wait, City
1: I I blanked on that. Uh
0: they're gonna explore Finn's origin in the rise of Skywalker.
1: Is there enough time for that? (laughs) Now we're getting his origin third movie in? Yeah. He said it's part of the story in this one. Is this why he was asking J.J. Abrams for more Finn shit? Wasn't that part of it at one point? I guess. Okay, cool. I mean... I Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Is there time for that? I don't know. I feel like that was... that, the opportunity it's called the for Rise
0: that. of Skywalker, not the
1: Rise of Finn. You yeah, Rise of Finn.
0: It. Yeah, you should have established origins of Finn and Poe in the, second, in the second one. Yeah.
1: But you didn't. You just wasted a lot of time on fucking Canto Bite doing bullshit. Yeah. Mm, okay. Even Poe. Like, I don't know nothing about Poe. Except he's gay. And frankly, he's gay, I don't... He's gay for Finn. I think watching Rise of Skywalker will be a good testament to whether or not Ryan Johnson's directing had a hand in me not liking... Their relationship as much in the second movie. I feel like they had way better chemistry in the first movie. Like within the first like two minutes of the meeting, it was like, oh my god, they're best friends. Who are you talking about? Finn and Poe? Finn and Poe. They didn't really, they didn't really interact that much in the second movie. He sent them on the mission. But even then it was just like, it didn't feel as charismatic as that first time. You say best friends, I'm like, no, they're <laughs> secret <love> yeah. <laughs> they secret love us. They were fucking. It's <laughs> what they are. <laughs> Did you see that funny uh, video that uh, John Boyega did where he's writing a letter to, to Poe in like a weird British accent? Uh, really? Keep going. Look it up. Okay. Um,
0: I can't. I'm trying to find the thing that I closed on. <clears throat> Of Finn and Bo, I'm with that John and have not been the same above Is that John Boyega's voice? is, that Boyega's voice? Like, is his accent really that thick?
1: <laughs> no, he's like putting on a thicker accent. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was his real voice. He says, Loki. I feel like BBH is just
0: for shit, mate. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, he's he's leaning into the ship. But yeah, was I think he was the main one to come out like, yeah, no, we're not. What are you talking about? They're not. They're totally not
1: gay. <laughs> well, he's gay for Oscar Isaac. <laughs> that was him talking as John Boyega, not Finn. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that
0: works. <laughs> but uh, also, with that, YouTube is pulling more trash. Uh,
1: more Yeah. Oh, my God. It's already enough.
0: And they're basically going to... They're
1: saying that... Wait. Is this that new rule supposed to take effect next year? Like, January 1st or whatever? Where it's like, you can't be too kid-friendly, but if if you are kid-friendly, then we're going to make it so you can't get money. I read it
0: wrong. It's not trash. This is a good thing. Okay. They're going to be less restrictive on violent video games. What? And... You're not going to, you, you don't need to, uh, restrict it by age. That doesn't make any, that's what? That completely flies in the face of the other rule that they had. I know, but the COPPA thing. Yeah, that's the COPPA thing is still happening. How does that make sense with that
1: then? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Everything has to be age restricted because if you're under the age of 13 and you're playing video games, which are in that mandate from COPPA is from kids. It's like, no, nah, but we're not going to care about the violent video games. It was like, that was the whole point of COPPA. What? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? The Wait, rules don't make sense. New
0: policies affect on gaming creators. Future gaming uploads that include scripted or simulated violence may be approved instead of being age-restricted. There will be fewer restrictions on violence in, video- in gaming, but this policy will still maintain our high bar to protect audiences from real- real-world violence. And we may still age-restrict content if violent or gory imagery is the sole focus of the video. For instance, if the video focuses entirely on the most graphically violent part of the video game. Wow. What weird rules. Yeah, I don't know, because the COPPA thing is... Granted, the COPPA thing is coming from YouTube. It's I mean, all coming I mean, from- I mean, no, I mean, the COPPA thing is coming from the government, the not from YouTube, but at the same time, YouTube is still fucking up, because, like, they're putting the blame on... The content, content creators. creators As opposed to like Cause YouTube kids does exist
1: Yeah and you're supposed to be over the age of 13 To even view YouTube Yeah so like So it's like what? Why not put it more on the parents that, ne- that never happens Michael It's never the parents fault Cause we know all parents are amazing parents And plus like if you're a parent And you don't have a problem
0: with your kid Viewing regular YouTube Why are you punishing everybody else? Oh, my kid saw an ad for, I don't know, Barack Obama. I'm offended. It okay. It doesn't make sense. There are ads on Nickelodeon, too. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's
1: ads everywhere. You can't walk through life without being bombarded with ads, regardless of your age. But all of a sudden, it's like, no, 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 no. You've collected too much data on these kids. <laughs>
0: yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's stupid. I don't know. But I can't find a thing I wanted to look up, so I'm going to just end, end there.
1: Okay. So that's it. That was the end of the news? Yeah. What a, what a cliff we fell <laughs> off. I was getting there. We're done. Yeah, uh, I was gonna, uh, Damon
0: Lindelof commented on the big reveal of Cal being Dr. Manhattan. I wanted to read his comments. But I'm oh, like, what? That's a good thing. I can't find it.
1: Oh, you suck. <laughs> Google it. That sounds interesting. I did. I Googled
0: it, but the sex toy came, him commenting about the sex toy came up.
1: Hilarious. <laughs> I so. saw her interview she was talking about that. She seemed so disturbed by it. It's <laughs> just like, I don't. I, yeah
0: Well, <laughs> oh yeah she was on Seth Rogen yeah I'm like where is it
1: I'll just never look at that I gotta go back and watch that scene where they're fucking <laughs> I'm like that's that's why she was so mad she was getting that extendable blue super dick <laughs> well
0: he, he didn't know that but it was still it was still good though <laughs> he didn't know he was
1: Dr. Madden <laughs> I just wanna see his face because it just raises the question of, so he's got a black man's face, but he's not black in this universe. He's blue. He's blue. And you would think David Lindelof is black for how hard he pushes. You know what I'm saying? He like, must got a black girlfriend or something. he, he got to <laughs> I'm like, I have more power to him, but I'm just like, I if you were to ask me who oh, wrote... He's, oh, he's been really talking to Regina King, like... Something. You know what I mean? Like, do you get that sense, too? Yeah. I feel like a, I, if you were to ask me who I thought, like what race I thought would be writing this stuff, I'd be like a black guy or a black girl not a white guy. <laughs> it's like, really? And then not even just that, like more
0: times than not, when you have a, a white character or not a character, but a write, white writer or director dealing with this stuff, they always try to inject maybe one good non-racist white g- No, we're not all like that, but it's like for the most part, none of them are like that, even Looking Glass. But Lori. Well, Lori, I guess... Kind of, maybe.
1: I'm just throwing out like the only good character, (laughs) like morally good character, like purely morally good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess Lori. Yeah. But even
0: she's not like, she's not like the pinnacle of goodness. No, no.
1: She's seen too much.
0: (laughs) like, 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 I'm over this shit. Like in something like a Hidden Figures, which I know you didn't see. No. But it was based on a true story and there's a moment where uh, Kevin Costner he there's a moment where, uh, cause you know during segregation and stuff like black people couldn't use the you know certain bathrooms and certain and stuff like that. So there's a moment where finally out the blue he decides to rip down the whites only, excuse me. He decides to rip down the whites only uh, bathroom sign. It's like she can use that bathroom. And uh, the woman that it was actually based off of, she came out. She's like, "No, that never, <laughs> that never happened." Uh, and so I was like, "We oh, need a white savior. Yeah, we need moment. a white savior moment." So it's like there, for the most part, there hasn't really been
1: that in no, this series. It was the series. Opposite in that last episode. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he's a good one. Oh,
0: he's the worst one.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: Even with Chief Judd, like, oh, he's an actual good one. No, he's I'm trying to help you people. Yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So definitely wouldn't have thought it'd be a white guy. Nope. So did you find it? No, I didn't find it. I was, right. like, well, I was like trying to stall. Okay. Thinking I'd
1: find it. Well, we tried. Maybe one day we'll know what he the creator thought of well, the yes. biggest twist so far. Batman is in the Watchmen universe and he's black. <laughs> Wait, what? Code <Hooded> Justice. <laughs> Oh, right. Yes, 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 yes. I'm glad they mentioned that, too. It was like, he inspired all of us. A black guy. Who would have thought? (laughs) Two generations of heroes. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to stop evil brainwashing racists. And you don't want a white supremacist to have the powers of Dr. Manhattan. I like that line, too. (laughs) So, yeah, I am saving the fucking world. Imagine if Trump had Dr. Manhattan powers. I'm like, oh,
0: man, why is Senator King got to be an asshole, a racist asshole? I'm like, Senator King's hot. That's why.
1: The devil's pretty.
0: I'm like, he could
1: get it. See? That's why. (laughs) The devil is beautiful. Yeah, it
0: is true. The devil is God's most beautiful angel. See? (laughs) They got you.
1: All right, well, I guess that's it for this week.
0: Next week we will. But did you see? Uh, uh Yahya Abdul Mateen's like response once it was revealed that he was uh
1: No, the internet's been pretty good about keeping it a secret because I didn't know that until today. I watched it this morning, and no one said anything and spoiled it for but me. But no, he
0: just uh did a thing on Twitter where he was just like laughing, <laughs> laughing on Twitter. Oh, uh, uh,
1: he they were he was he did not even allude to it at all during the uh, New York Comic Con panel. I guess you wouldn't, right? But it's just like, he's like, all oh, these bitches don't even know. I'm not just Cal her husband. I'm Manhattan, yeah, I'm motherfucker. The, I'm the god of this universe. You yeah. <laughs> ain't even gonna fucking know. Oh man, I wonder if that means his head's gonna be shaved. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I guess so, right?
0: Or he could or he could be
1: wearing a bald cap. Yeah, I guess so. I feel like it wouldn't look convincing enough. He needs to go full ball. He needs to commit. <laughs> I mean, who know? I don't know. He might. I guess we'll find Are out. Are MC and walk around with his dick out? Is that what's going to I hope so. I want, his, I want his ass and dick out. And first of all, I, I, want, if, I want a true, is, a true interpretation of his massive dong. I don't want this little thing. But I was going to say, even,
0: it, even if it is, it's not going to actually be him. It's going to be like a dick double. That's fine. Just like it was for Tom Meissen. Tom Meissen came out. He was like, that wasn't me. Okay. Mr. Mister Phillips.
1: Yeah. He was like, yeah, that wasn't me. That was a dick double. Okay. Well, I want a giant... I like,
0: no, I don't want a dick, though. I want to see Yaya Abdul-Mateen's
1: dick. No, I want to see a dick as big as that fucking dildo. I want to see that it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why do you want to see it, Jordan? That's that's impressive. <laughs> are, are you impressed? How, how impressed are you? Man, I wish I had a giant, massive blue dog the size of my fucking leg. <laughs> you, say, you know nobody would be able to take that. <laughs> It's not about that. It's about the power. <laughs> it's,
0: okay. it's about like, yeah, so, so look at it. So basically, you'll be the Mandalorian. Nobody can touch my dick,
1: but me, because <laughs> <laughs> it's too big to go in any type of hole. Like when your dick is that big, you become like like a like a like a amusement park ride. Like everybody wants to like, are you se-? like You become like like a figure of legend? Like, are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. My dick is that big. Take it out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like with a dick that big, you can whip out in public and no one will get mad. Everyone would just be like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? There's a certain level when your dick is big enough, you can take it out at any time. And everyone would just be like, my God.
0: Okay, I found it.
1: All right, there we go. But it's a little long. I had to go on a... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect segue. <laughs> Speaking of
0: long things. Yeah. But, yeah, so uh, this is an interview with The Hollywood Reporter. And he says... What were your initial ideas about how to bring Dr. Manhattan into the fold for your series, and how did that lead to Cal Abar? Was this a turn you arrived at early on in breaking the season, or did it come late in the process? And he said, I started this whole journey from the perspective of a fan what would i have to what would i have to see in a television show daring to call itself Watchmen? dr manhattan was near the top of that list but even higher was that we needed to tell a new story with a new character at the center of it once we landed on angela abar as that center the new rule became that any legacy characters we were using vite Lori, and hooded justice could only be used in service of angela's story <clears throat> she was the son Everyone else needed to be orbiting around her. So how could Dr. Manhattan, a man with the power of a god, be in service of Angela's story as opposed to the other way around? Based on his past and all the tropes of Greek and Roman mythology, the answer was intuitive, love. We knew this relationship could only work if Manhattan took the form of a human, and so the idea of cow was born. And yeah, it came early. Pretty sure how early did it come? <laughs> Almost from the jump. And uh, in casting, Cal, were you actively casting Dr. Manhattan as well? What qualities were you looking for? What made you feel Yaya was the right fit? A hundred percent. At the time, besides the writing, only Nicole Cassell, who's one of the directors, knew. We sort of hinted at it early on. uh, And he's not... (laughs) Where something along the lines where it says he's not who we think he is and he's a bit off. I first saw Yaya in an episode of The Handmaid's Tale and I just knew. He came in for a chemistry review with Regina and she also just knew. Of course, we didn't tell either of them Cal's true identity until after he was cast. And the episode reveals the 7th Cavalry's plan, capture, destroy, and become Dr. Manhattan. And a story which prominently features ideas about appropriation, what interests you about putting the 7th Cavalry in a position to co opt Dr. Manhattan, to go from white to blue, as Sen- Senator Keene puts it? As... Subversive a text as the original Watchmen was, in the end, it followed the same arc as any superhero story. The hero saves the world. The paradigm shift here was that the good guy and the bad guy were the same person. In our Watchmen, there are more clear-cut bad guys who represent an ideolo- an ideology that almost that almost impossible. Wait, an ideology that is almost impossible to defeat. Bad guys always want the same thing: power. There's something fundamentally ridiculous about the idea of white power Mm -hmm. and its redundancy as if everyone in America was born onto the same playing field. Sadly, almost every one of our institutions demonstrates that inequity. So the idea that a white male senator actually wanted more power was equal parts absurd and irresistible, as is the case with most white supremacists. King doesn't see taking Manhattan's powers as appropriation as much as taking something he already feels he's entitled to. And the last two questions. The episode predominantly features Angela's past in Vietnam. In Crafting Watchmen, what was it about Vietnam and its place in the graphic novel that stood out to you as fertile ground for the themes and stories you're arriving to tell there? Hmm. He says, Angela's story at at its core is Who Am I? Her journey is built around answering this question, and it can't be answered until Will arrives and shows her who he is. It felt important for Angela to be an orphan herself, and not just without parents, but without a sense of place. Vietnam might as well be Mars for a young African-American girl. The whole idea of having her be born and raised there, in addition to connecting her to Dr. Manhattan's history as he single-handedly won that war, was to give real power to her grandmother's invitation to come back to Tulsa because it's where she's from. In many ways, Angela's story starts in Dreamland Theater in 1921. If Tulsa was, if Tulsa was the final destination in her journey of self-discovery, we wanted her to start as far away from there as possible. And finally, now that we have Doctor Manhattan joining, invite and Lori, is it too much to ask for Dan Dryberg sighting before the end of the series? I regret to inform you, and you have my word on this, there will be no Dan in this season of Watchmen. Beyond his hovership and and dildo design, there was no natural fit for him in this particular story. By the Aww. way, so they confirmed no, not out of the season. Yeah. By the way, if you're looking for a cool Easter egg, check out what Dan called the gift to
1: Lori and on PDPD. The final fuck you, or whatever. Yeah, the final fuck you. But literally of yourself <laughs> yeah. I want you to remember your ex-boyfriend's massive dong and think about how that time I couldn't get it hard <laughs> like um good good gift bro you really stuck it to me but it's actually called which
0: now now that I'm looking at it I'm like huh is that an easter egg it's actually called Excalibur Cal Excal
1: ah Excalibur yeah oh. mm. He yeah. sees everything <laughs> Okay That's that's interesting I can't wait to see How this, series, this season's gonna end Like If they kill Dr. Like Manhattan though I'll be pissed You make him black And you're gonna kill him <laughs> Yeah Cause I'm like They
0: can't kill Dr. Manhattan He's like the linchpin Of the Watchmen universe And don't give it to a Fucking racist Like <laughs> I don't want a dark Manhattan racist but then I guess that's their way of like, because everybody's gonna always go, well, where's Dr. Manhattan? Where's Dr. Manhattan? Where's Dr. Manhattan? Where-
1: well, he's dead. He's not coming back. So moving on. Season two. No, that's whack. <laughs> that's to- totally, totally whack. But if they ended on a cliffhanger like that, I'll be pissed. Excited, but still pissed.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You can't kill him, man. He's a god. <laughs> if Ozymandias couldn't do it, Lady True can't do it. No, but it's not even Lady True. She's not even on their yeah, side. It's not even Lady True. So yeah, if-, if Ozymandias can't do it, fucking Rednecks can't do it. <laughs> the U.S. government. 20 years later can't do it. Fuck that. But yeah, all right. That's it for this week. Next week is what? Queen of Slim. Is there any other movies? More more Watchmen. Crisis Slim. starts. I saw that already. <laughs> okay, but we didn't talk about it. <laughs> Maybe we should see Doctor Sleep. Hmm? How about that?
0: I moved on, Jordan. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Next week is Star Wars. Is it? Wait, no. Wait, really? Is it? No, Really? Really? No. No, oh, no, no, no. Don't get my host up like that. Star Wars is December 20th. Oh, so we got a ways. We got like two or three weeks. My chest hurts. I was going
0: to say, no, it's Jumanji. No, Jumanji is the week after next. Okay.
1: So, Dr. Sleep.
0: This week is (laughs) Dr. Sleep. Playmobil the movie. What the fuck? Yeah, okay. Yeah, you review that. You tell me how that is. I don't know what the fuck this is.
1: What is this? Who cares? Doctor Sleep. You got a free week. Watch Doctor Sleep. You're really watching the trailer from Playmobil the movie? Yeah, I want to know what this fuck is. Bro, it's like Legos for even more babies. (laughs) Oh my God. Anyway, that's it for this I want to see
0: Parasite. Is Parasite still in theaters? I
1: I heard that was good. You know what's good? Dr. Sleep. <laughs> I'm telling oh, you it's good. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, Black Liberation. But he's going want to see a little black girl become I, magic. i moved on, Jordan. And then plus, look, there's no showtimes.
0: Look. Oh, is that theaters it's already? It's only showing at Empire at 10 o'clock. You know what I'm doing at 10 o'clock? Going to work. Oh, my God. All these excuses. <laughs> All right,
1: guys. Yes. yes, going to work is an excuse. It's an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Think about the Black Liberation. All right.
0: Yeah, it's not playing anymore.
1: Wow! Yeah, look. It needed your help if to not, get a big box office run, not, and you failed it. Ten o'clock, you failed it. Nine thirty, I'm going to work. You failed it. You gotta wake up one day like early as fuck for matinee. There is no matinee, like on a weekend. 10, 10 o'clock, nine thirty. Oh fuck. P. M. All right, never mind. Seven fifteen. Well, well, oh, is it only New York? Yeah, these are all up, in New York. What new Jersey?
0: This none of it. This Jersey, nothing. Nothing. Oh, shit. Nothing. Now Wait, Clifton Commons is Jersey. Yep. Yeah, again, nothing. Oh, never mind.
1: You suck. You <laughs> missed. It needs your help, Michael. That was never going to get a sequel. But <laughs> well, you know what we can watch for next week? What? Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Why <laughs> would you want to?
0: <laughs> That's the real question. Even though there's only like one showing.
1: Because yeah. it's trash. <laughs> All right, whatever. That's been this week's episode of Blurred Vision. I'm your host, Jordan, with Michael. And we will see you next week. Peace. Bye.
0: Yo,
2: listen up, here's the story About a little guy that lives in the blue world And all day and all night And everything he sees is just blue Like him, inside and outside blue his house with a blue little window And a blue photograph And everything is blue
0: for him and himself And everybody around He ain't got nobody to listen I'm
2: I I was me, I was gone